everybody. <coughs> Good evening, Yogi. How are you this Good evening? Craig, how are you, oh, my old mate. mates, my oh. long-term mates? Are I'm you bloody well? Fantastic. Right. So, well, I said that today to someone when I got a haircut in Albany this afternoon. If you can't be good, be fantastic or fabulous or spectacular. And the, and the seven, <laughs> spectacular is the word I used. And then the seventeen-year-old lady that was, or, you know, teenager. I don't know what do you call a seventeen-year-old girl who was cutting my hair. She thought that was funny. Good eye. Mm, be spectacular. Yeah. And she was. She was and I, 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 I like, I've got a haircut today. Now, we're down in Albany for the day. It's our wedding anniversary. Me and Amanda have spent the whole day. Oh, happy wedding anniversary. Yeah, lovely, lovely time. What a beautiful day. We spent the whole day away from each other. <laughs> 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 and, and that's how you celebrate 17 years of marriage, is it? 17 years of marriage, yeah. that's right. Make sure well, you spend it apart. And they said we, we, we travelled down Albany in the car together. We, we, we went and had lunch together and then we went shopping. And, you know, when you, you're, it's like a wrestling ring at the shopping centre, you go to your own separate corners and you buy whatever you need and then you meet back at the ring and mm. punch it out who's paying for it. And then you get out and go to the next shop and you do it all again. But, uh, you, and then, and <laughs> you're not the one that sits out the front of the shop with the few bags and whatever and sits there yeah. patiently waiting, playing on their phone. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I've got me steps up for the day on the go for it. Run that back to the car. Right, oh, cool. Run that back to the car. Right, oh, good job. Run that back out to the car. Right, I'll meet you in the other shop. Right, oh, good job. Good job. Good job. And then, you know, because we live two hours from where we are. So we're two hours from a major town, you know, yeah. thing. So, so when I tell people, we live two hours from the nearest McDonald's. So we, you know, so we, if we want a McDonald's, it's a two-hour drive. So we're down here at this major shopping centre, right? So... We've bought a present for our daughter for Christmas, and then Amanda's gone and put it on a group chat to other mums and dads in our friends group, and they thought it was a good idea. So then you go back to that shop to buy an old mate's like, oh, you're back again. Yeah, buy another one, buy another one, buy another one. Forgot about a daughter we had. <laughs> no, I bought one for our daughter and then for my mate's daughter. Yeah. Like, so they all want one now. So, yeah, all right, I so see you go back in there, and, you know, so this is what you end up being a courier service. Back to the country. Oh, that's what communities are about, though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Buying yeah. your so, friends, and, uh, kids' Christmas presents. Well, well yeah, well, I know. They, hey, but I need cash out of this. Don't worry. I bought it for oh. cash. Like, you know, there'll be cash changing hands here. Yeah. Yeah, all, all deals are for cash. Delivery fees, obviously. Uh, plus, 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 plus. I mean, we're in the business. We don't work from, uh, we're not on a K rate here. We're paid by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good to see. Good to see. <laughs> so yeah. then, and then Amanda's had a bit of a sore ear, so she's gone and get done a few things, and then I've, I've, uh, I've stuck off. I've also it's a two, it's a double edged sword down here. I've got a job down here, Craig. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've come down here. So it's a little bit like Queensland Rail. Know your trucking height. Mm. Yep. All right. Now Queensland Rail, great supporters of on the road radio and on the road podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a truck, know your trucking heights. Now, I've had to go and do a bit of a bit of a, a route survey, mm -hmm. <laughs> shall we say, on a on a on a uh, on a place where I've got to bring a little house into, which I got you to do a route survey yep. for me there a while. And back. we had to watch our truck and height. You did have to watch your truck and height. Queensland Rail, they're onto it with that slogan, aren't they? Watch 
know your trucking heights, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. amount of bridge strikes is actually surprising and not just from big trucks, you know, even little trucks that are hitting ones that are 3.4 high. Oh, um, yep. And even, yeah, a, right. even a car and a reasonable caravan get stuck in something like that. Well, true. This is this is correct, you know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, we, I mean, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, they've changed the bridge in Perth, uh, but it was it was notorious that it had its own parody Facebook group. I think in the end, the, the Bayswater Bridge strikes again. <laughs> you know, and people just hit it, and I think they're all in every capital city. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh. where they are, but but yeah. definitely in Queensland, the Queensland Rail invest a lot of time and effort and money into. Bridge, uh, bridge maintenance and and rail infrastructure. So know your trucking heights. Hmm. That's that's definitely true. Got a got to know that. So yeah, we're proud to have Queensland Rail on board still. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we were so we were scooting down there to. Uh, I'm bringing a little tiny house in, so I just had to check some lines and measure and uh, you know it's nothing more random than a bloke standing there in a pink flamingo shorts and a pair of thongs measuring uh measuring the height of a power line and the neighbors coming out going are we all good here yeah we're all good here no dramas just got to bring a house in here oh right oh right are you okay do you need a hand no i'll be fine i've got me measuring pole it's all good it's all good under control <laughs> under control all yeah. over it like a cheap suit mm. so yeah. yeah so queensland rail no, you're trucking on. Yeah. Way to go. Very good. I had a little trip to Canberra this week. As you say, what's uh, what's consuming your day at the moment now, mate? Well, we had some some uh, little trips on those big kerosene birds. Yep. Bit of waiting around the airport. That seems to be a common thing. Um, yeah, talk, talking to a few colleagues down there. So I went to a steering committee meeting on, on rest areas, so we're making some progress there, but we're going to have... The good senator on on Wednesday night to have a little bit of a chat about that and and where people can go and who they can encourage on you know getting their local councils or or transport for New South Wales or TMR or whoever to put in some applications so that we can actually you know start yeah. assessing things and get a few more a few more out and ready to go but um yeah quite quite a common thing theme amongst us all there that, that flew there was the the amount of delays at the moment in into air traffic um, and cancelled flights. It's, I don't know, it just seems to be becoming the new norm. What's, uh, why, 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 why is that? Like how, how are we, how are we cancelling? How did you? Like my, my flights weren't too bad. Oh, it looks like we've dropped Yogi out there. He's been a bit scratchy there in the uh, western state. Been Telstra again. But yeah, the the airline thing has become a bit of a mystery to me. There was some blame on um, on um, oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, I was I was flying. flying. Amanda picked up a phone and ended it. Oh, oh no. I like Amanda got new and thought it was her phone. Going, oh right, she just ended it. No, and I said Amanda, that I'm on the road radio with Craig. Mm. And she's looking at me going, not anymore. <laughs> and I said, no, not anymore. But anyway, we're back. We're back, yeah. For a so, short uh, break in transmission there. Yeah, so yeah, you no, were saying, right. we just flights have been cancelled. Is that what happened? Yeah, was so I was on a flight today and yeah. a bloke sitting next to me, his flight 
was cancelled out of Sydney to Ballina because they didn't have enough traffic control staff or something in Ballina. So because, because oh. they blame someone else, they haven't had to had to pay for their accommodation. Well, I won't say which airline it was because no, we don't need to There's know a blend that goes around, but what a but, crock of yeah. But all three of them, um, or the three bigger ones that, that were, were ones that were flying people around that I that I know in the last couple of days, and um, yeah. yeah, it just seems to be a common thing. But um, anyway. Yeah. We got there. Probably could have driven in the same amount of time, but yeah. So you connect. You've got to connect for what well, you we, do. You're major to major, or no, you we, don't go direct to Canberra, do you? It's no, a bit of, that's a bit of a mission. There's nothing out of Canberra direct to uh, Ballina or, or vice versa. So it's yeah. always a stop off in Sydney. We can can go out of the Gold Coast, but you know you got to drive hour and a half north to go south and. Then cats still go, you know, you might as well just um, sit in the airport and wait and sit on M1. It's the same thing. You're sitting somewhere wow. not yeah. moving. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. But anyway, I suppose you can't have those big birds flying everywhere. But, yeah, uh, and how is the M1 going there being? I mean, the roadworks should be nearly completed. Uh, They've been working on it for about 15 years now. Th- there's parts of it that are speeding up and parts that seem to be slowing down more. But <laughs> oh, look... It, it does get it's getting closer, I believe. It's um, every time I go up there, you know, there's a new little section open, a little diversion where you can see that they're they're making progress. But it's yeah, it can still be quite painful. Like the other day when I came down from the Sunshine Coast to home, and you leave up there at five o'clock in the morning, and you, you cop it, you know, both on the Sunshine Coast and and at the Gold Coast coming downs. But you know, I, I think. Once it's all opened up and they remove all the roadworks, it will improve. But it, I'll tell you what there is a need for is an education program on how to merge. Like, yeah, we've like, lost that. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be, and, and, and you you filthy non-merging eastern staters are starting to creep into our West Australian lifestyle. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, over here in the West, they've got no idea on mm. how to do it. They just race up to the freeway and go, why are we stopping? Yeah. Well, that's your fault. Yeah, you need to look over your right shoulder, pay attention to what's coming, judge it, adjust mm. your speed, and actually think about driving is what you need yeah. to do, but when, not when what the, should happen, what you need to do. Yeah, but when the traffic's going along at sixty kilometres an hour and you come off a, a ramp to to merge on there, you don't need to go faster than all the traffic and run up the inside lane and then hit the brakes and then try to merge. It, Correct. You know, it's it's quite a simple thing. I have seen, and I, I can't remember where it was, but there was like actually a sign with like a big zipper on it, yeah. explaining how to merge. So if oh. if you're between two cars, like as you come onto the freeway, go between those two. Not try to get ten cars in front. I, I'm I'm terrible in the truck. I'll just move over and take up both lanes so you can't get round. Well, I, I come out, I come on. I, like, I come along when I can get to where I've got to get to. I, I Like, I come straight in on the lane. I come at it. I don't wait till, you know, there's a, like a big sort of gap where you're coming in on. I just come straight into the lane. Where the line is is where I come in, and, yep. and that gives me a chance to merge. Yep. Either going to play the game here or going to go nowhere. Mm. Yeah. So when it, you know, you get a combination of that and some roadworks, 
you know, yeah. we, we get these backups. But I, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot more road users now since COVID. I think I, I don't really know what the public transport uh, situation is now and whether that stayed dropped off because through COVID everyone went and bought a car and, you know, now they all travel to work on their own. And that, that seems to be a big part of it when you're driving along that every car has one person in it. Yeah, true. Yeah, we don't like talking to people anymore, do we? So no. I don't know how we started started a radio station and managed to form a magazine as well, but we are talking to people and we, we are do. trying. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, um, that, that road is improving, so. But anyway. So, yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a good good time in Canberra. We're, yeah, making some progress there, which we'll talk yeah. about more on Wednesday. So Yeah, it's a Wednesday topic, that yeah, sort of stuff. It is. Yeah, uh, 100%. It is a Wednesday topic, and uh, good. You're doing good work, and uh, if and all I can say, listeners, if you recommend it, Craig, uh, we should do it. Mm, we should. So, you know, there's some room there to contact your local shires. But anyway, we'll talk about that more on Wednesday. So, yeah, we got yeah. a few guests tonight. Yep, and uh, the big question, how was you dealing with your mum? Was it good last night? Oh, it was fantastic, uh, actually. I, I caught yep. up with um, with uh, yeah. mum, my brother and my sister and yep. my niece and nephew and both their partners and their children. So we went out for dinner oh, on the lovely foreshore there on the lake. I, it's been that long since I've been in that area of Canberra. To me, it used to be the printer's office and Acton buses or Action buses, and that was it. But down there at Kingston now, or well, whatever it's called, it's, um, yeah, they've done a fantastic job. And, you know, a bit of retail space down there and, and apartments. It's, yeah. I, I can't believe the growth of that city. Like, I think it's probably 20 years since I've lived there. Oh, yeah, might okay. be a bit more. Okay. And, and the growth of it, particularly flying in and coming in from the south, just to see the, the expansion in that southern part of Canberra and it yeah. I don't know what they all do there, but it's it's well, they, I it's reckon growing. I reckon I'd, I'd, I'd sort of go as far to say they probably serve the public there, Craig. They do what? They public servants. They probably th- serve the public in well, Canberra. I, I think that's gotta be a fair part of it, but obviously you know, in supporting that that type of well, that industry or our government in Canberra must have a lot of um, yeah businesses that are needed to support them being there, but, but um, as I say it, it's grown out of proportion. It's it's amazing. Yeah, does so. it, uh, it still feel like the Bermuda Triangle of anywhere getting anywhere? Do you feel like you get lost in everything? Oh, Canberra? Did, did, I don't know. I didn't really travel around much because we sort of just okay. went to the airport. Yeah. And, you know, as it is now, we we live this busy lifestyle where you you know as soon as uh, the the plane hits the ground you've you've got your phone back on you're trying to pull out your tablet and contact people that haven't been able to talk to you for the last hour and a half and the world's going to shut yeah. down so yeah. you know you, you do that or ring your loved ones do whatever so you're, you're in a cab and then you get to the motel and then as you walk in you know that there's people that you're going to connect with the next day that are there so you you talk to them have a drink and yeah then then yeah, next thing it's ten o'clock at night, and yeah, I know you always want a day, a day, a day before and a day after, but we haven't got a day up your sleeve to no. to discuss stuff, you know. And I, and I understand that only it's only where we go to truck shows and you, mm. you feel you're rocking there and you get it done and you say hello and you say goodbye and then all of a sudden you're driving away going, mm. 
Where, where, what happened at Casino? Where was that truck show? <laughs> so we're actually, <laughs> we just just before we went on air, um, me and Colette were looking at um, accommodation for the Brisbane truck show in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And right, we're just right, confirming right. that it is the Mantra in South Bank, Brisbane. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look at that. Who's going to get the better room? <laughs> Oh, well, I can say what I want because the man has just gone into a uh, a place, a major set of arches, <laughs> and uh, so she's not in the car anymore. And uh, yeah, I can say we'll, we'll book ours and then realise ten days out that we've booked the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, the wrong town. So yeah, then we'll run around panic and then we'll end up with one of the best rooms <laughs> in Brisbane. Oh well, so we'll look at that. But anyway, we'll have to have a discussion on that. Trying to get a few rooms on the same floor so we don't. Um, have the trouble we had last time of having to let people in and out of the elevator, and it was a bit of a pain. But yeah, yeah, yeah anyway, we got so. there. So they uh, they confirmed the show. Uh, I, we, I, did see... I haven't seen the dates, but I believe Amanda may have them. Okay, yeah, I don't know either. I've not seen them. I did see Road Boss, the magazine, come yeah. out the other day. Yeah, I got a copy sent to me. Oh, did you get a hard copy? Oh, I yeah. Actually, yeah. Oh, oh, I think I, well, I must go and check the marble. Yeah, must, oh, you'd have uh, some there. Like, we, you know, we're the same sort of royalty. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm riding on your coattails a yeah. fair bit. You're you're actually quite a well-known man, Mr. Craig Paul. Oh, Sorry. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that, famous or infamous, it's one of those things in life. Yeah, so. probably the latter. <laughs> known is known. I'll tell you what, it was funny. I was talking to a few people while, while I was away, and, and they listened to the show, and... and um, yeah, sometimes you don't realise that how far a reach you do have. Um, yeah. In what we do here, and anyway, what the first comment was, I love hearing that glass rattle <coughs> on the show. Oh, so people do hear it because I'm starting to think that you're you're just confident enough to drink yeah. honey whiskey, and 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 I can hear it all the time, and it does my eating because well, I'm driving. Yeah. No honey whiskey for me. Well, see, what I do normally is if I want to have a mouthful, I just turn my turn my mic off for a second. Oh. But by the way, now I'll have a drink, you see. <laughs> right. Now, uh, now is your that? apprentice there? Yeah, I can hear that. I can hear that playing his day. Now, is your apprentice watching everything that's going on? Because we were we were very sneakily messaging on, you know, the other day. things on Snapchat. Great transmission. Oh, but was on Snappy. Mm. Yes, Craig. The thing is, your secret Snapchats, you've got me in the group. Mm. So yeah, what were you see, trying to do, Yogi? What were you trying to do? Well, make no mistake, the uh, the Yogi and Boo Boo show. <laughs> 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 we were trying to get, you know, executive producer to the stars, Miss mm. Collette, to uh, break transmission and have a go at a Friday night show. Mm. Yeah. So it turns out, there's a lot to it. I thought you could just flick a button mm. and start talking. That's as bad as far as my technical skills for the radio go, yeah. to be honest. So you're trying yeah. to cut the producer out? No, 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 no. Don't think like that <laughs> at all. Well, I mean, I don't wanna, we don't want to cause a ripple in the, in the big swimming pool pond that we're operating in <laughs> here now. But we just sort of be pretty simple. No one, you know, everyone would be just sort of trucking along on a the Friday night and we just... Click the button and have a little chat, and uh, make no mistake, we'll bring out our radio station, and then it's on on a segment. Mm. Well, and it, and it didn't happen. No, 
No, but I was watching the messages thinking, this would be <laughs> funny if you actually have a go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll have a go. Anyway, don't, don't, maybe don't, I'll, do, I'll do some training, eh, hey, on how to how to be a producer. Oh. We have Colette, Colette as a standby producer. Yeah, well, this is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the soundproof booth. Mm. Not the Faraday mm. cage, in the... No, in no, the, no. In the Evans Head Studio. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, so you, you said we've got a couple of guests on tonight. We have got a couple of guests on tonight. We've got... Uh, We've got who? We've got Tony. CJ. Fine, CJ. And CJ Tony's second. Yep. CJ's first, and then Tony's is coming on yeah, a little bit later. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so listen, oh, there'd have to be a laugh in, in amongst that somewhere. I didn't know who would be going first, but the ladies first. We'll run with CJ first, and we'll pick up Tones a little bit later on when. Is he trucking tonight? I, or is think, he... I think he might be. He did say that. Um, a little bit later would be better for him. Um, oh, yeah. I do yep. believe he's, yeah, having a bit of a steer there tonight, so. Okay, um, yeah. And so was CJ. She was working along somewhere. Yeah, she'll uh, be finished for the something. evening, though. Uh, yeah, correct. And one day she'll be finished for the evening and uh, and we'll be able to, yeah, have a little chat to CJ soon. She's still, because we, cause we operate all in different time zones. Mm. So we've tried we've tried to work out, you know, who's who and what's who's who and what's what for the zoo. <laughs> Which <Yeah>. zoo's that? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right, the WASA or whatever other zoo that you operate in. So we're trying to work out some times, but I think SEJ will be on be on a little bit later on. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So Mike's floating about out here somewhere. I did try to ring him and it just uh, didn't seem to work. So I don't he was I think taking delivery of his new big Western Star today. Right now we we haven't forgotten about what, how do we say it? it was not the third wheel. It is the third cog or the integral part of on the road radio. Yeah, we haven't forgotten about Mike. We just haven't mentioned him yet. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's uh he's somewhere doing something at this point he's in time. Trucking trucking towards Melbourne. All oh, right, yeah, he said that. He said that he's got to work on a Saturday. Mm, he, he's got to do Saturday things. I think so. they had a little change of roster or something there midweek, or so things have changed there a little bit. But anyway, that's that's how it works in the transport game, isn't it? Apparently, <laughs> I keep getting told yep. that. <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes yeah, it goes to plan, and mm, sometimes it, it does that. Go to plan. It's a very active yeah. space sometimes, so. A very happy space, yeah, that's right. It is. That's yeah. a, that's a lot a going cool on, it, right? you know. People's needs change, I suppose. So that's got to reflect on whoever's carting the stuff to and fro. Yeah, and in that world, it's got to be liquid. <laughs> it's mm, got to be fluid. Got to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got to keep it fluid in that world. So. <laughs> and that is a bad, bad pun. Listeners of on the road radio. Terrible, yeah. <laughs> right, eh? well, there was a, a music request, and it was from Mike, so... Oh, yeah, you to go. He might be out there trying to listen or something, but a bit of, um, bit of Ted Mulray, jump in my car, so we might um, go with that, eh? And we'll be right, right. back, listeners.
Kiyogi, that was uh, Ted Mulray with Jump in My Car. Maybe someone jumped in Mike's car and they bolted his phones in it. And that's why, maybe that's what's going on. Yeah, maybe. Could, could have been. Or, or he might be just polishing his new tractor before he gets out on the road in it. Well, I know he's got so, so well, this is a visual for radio, good listeners on the road radio. Put your two thumbs together and, and do a V and you've got a Western star and that's like <laughs> the big Western star that he is, you know. Two thumbs together, fingers in there, fingers up into the air, and pull it to him and say, "Copy there in the Western Star, the big Western Star." Yeah, the one with the big bonnet, the one with the land and the big white bonnet. So it is nice though when you've got your own own rig and you're not chopping change. Here he is, actually. We'll bring him in. So might might go a bit dead there for a minute, Yogi, for you, but we'll um, we'll definitely get um, Mike in here. So, g'day, Mike. No, he's dropped out. He's dropped out. I think we've lost Yogi as well. Took the whole the whole lot out. So, we're good to catch up here soon with CJ and um, see what time she'd be ready. And we'll try Yogi again. Cut me off. Oh, I don't know what happened there, mate, but we'll, we'll just try to bring Mike in to... <laughs> Doesn't look like we're cutting him off either. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened then. It seemed like Mike's wouldn't answer and it dropped the whole call out. Oh, talk about authenticity. Oh, anyway, we'll try him again. See if it rings. There we go. Hello? G'day, Mike. How are you, mate? Good. We've got Yogi here too. Sorry, we had a lot of Hey, what happened Mike? there? You are live too, know. Mike, so be careful. Uh, I'll be careful. Right. Uh, how are we, boys? We're going great. Oh, you sound, you sound, you sound wonderful in the <laughs> Here's the new rig, mate. <laughs> yeah. the new, they can have a party in here, I tell you, it's pretty big. Yeah, right. Uh, pretty big. I, I'm sorry I wasn't here before. I, I, I'm going to have to ask for a note from, from Yogi's mother or something. But um, right unfortunately, on. I was in the middle of uh, changing over when, when when the show was due to start. And I was, you know. You know. It's, it's you called know. time management. And uh, I'm, I'm on the other end of it. I was early. So, but, but yeah. You need to, yeah, you need to manage your time a little bit there, there Mike. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty, pretty poor at the time management. <laughs> 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 this may have lived in a big glass house, but one should not throw stones. <laughs> 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 well, I think, um, I think CJ might be ready now, so uh, maybe we should... Yeah, so we've got a little radio show going on the Saturday night here, Mike. We've got a couple of guests coming up if you're... Uh, okay. You're not all over it. Mm. Oh, I, I was over some of it. I was over some of it. I've been a little bit distracted. What can I say? Where are you, North or South Man on the big concrete? No, well, I'm, at, I'm, I'm out at New Merca. New Merca. Yeah, I'm totally geographically embarrassed. I'm heading towards Shepparton now. I've just got to head down to Melbourne. But, yeah, no, I'm, I haven't played out here for ages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ah. I don't know what's going well, what we might do is just go to um, a Not quick wrong. quick little commercial here. That'll do. Do and that. And we'll get CJ in, so right we'll be right back. Oh.
Copy there, Andy. Gotcha go. The traffic's at a standstill up here. I reckon some clown's got himself stuck under the Dunlop Terrace Railway Bridge again. Again? Maybe he was delivering a bridge and ran out of diesel. Yeah, that's no, no joke, really. With the fines around 11 and a half grand, you'd think drivers would make a point of knowing the height of their truck. The fines are one thing, more to the point these people are risking their lives and putting others in danger. Yeah, roger that. Maybe Queensland Rail should do some kind of educational advertising to warn drivers about the danger of brute strikes. They are, mate. Why do you think we're recording this? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're smart people at Queensland Rail. Yeah, good looking too, just like us. <laughs> this safety message is brought to you by Queensland Rail as a reminder to us all that size matters. Know your trucking height. Well, here you go, guys. A little bit of a plug there again for Queensland Rail. Queensland <laughs> Rail, know your truck and height. Yeah. yeah. So we're honoured tonight. Now, yeah, I was going to say, now CJ done the Ted Mulray gang. She jumped in her car. How <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you like that segue? She just jumped in her car, jumped on the phone, didn't worry about the paperwork. If the bosses are listening, paperwork is done. She's up for days. And if she Join gets the sack, they're a bum. How about that? Yeah, that's right, that's right. We'll do a Bob Hawk on her boss's team. It turns out to be bad, but welcome, CJ. Thanks, Saturday night Thanks on guys. Night. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah, great to hear you back on. But, uh, we've all had a fairly full-on couple of months since we last, uh, oh, I didn't fall off, I was going to say, it was casino, but you seem now part of the team at uh, Kenway Park. So, yes. yeah. Mm. Yeah, it has it has been a very full on couple of months. That's for sure. Um, I feel yeah. like I'm only just catching my breath now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's been, we repeat the same. We we've just uh, whether the weather's changing and the harvest is upon us a little bit quicker than the last couple of years. But everybody is a little bit jumpy, and I think where you are and what you do fuel for harvest is is a necessity. So I think a lot yeah. of people are getting a lot, getting a lot of tanks full. They'll be getting a lot going on, and uh, yeah, we've all been a tad under the pump. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all the farm runs have been really. We're getting pushed a lot, getting them all full. So it's good yeah. though. Like it's good that we're busy. You don't want to be quiet. Um, and then I have yeah. been out in the road train a bit as well, keeping Pete and Port Augusta full. So it's good uh, just having that variety as always. Mm. Is there much? Much freight coming from the north at the moment, there, CJ. Is that a, I suppose, in the dry season and after the build up or build up for the wet, there'd be a lot of trucks running up and down that central road. Uh, yeah, it seemed to be pretty busy today, but um, the last time I came back, honestly, the roads were empty. I've been doing a lot of runs on the weekends, and I think um, a lot of guys kind of leave early in the week, so it's been really nice and quiet if I'm honest out there. But, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, right on. Right yeah, on, right on. a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of roadkill, like always, though. So that's been yeah. interesting. How are places like Cooper looking for tourism at the moment? Is, is it much activity on there, or is it? Di- I think it's di- quite. Once it gets warm, it quietens down a lot. Mm. Um, but when I was up there last two times ago, it was a public holiday, um, so the whole town was shut. So everyone was right at the server that I deliver at because that's the Outback Bar and Grill. So it's the only place I was open in town. Um, so I couldn't actually get to my fuel point So I couldn't unload until the morning Which was a bugger But um, yeah, it's normally from now on It kind of takes off a bit Once mm. it starts getting a bit, too, a bit hotter Yeah, 
I know we were in there in September, and it will late August, September, and it was quite warm then. Mm, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. so uh, for, for people that are listening to Petey can be extremely hot and extremely cold. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's I one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, it's probably really, really hot or really, really cold. Mm. Well, that's it, just a desert, though. It's always quite very cold at night time, um, and that, that yeah. got me off guard when I went to my first Fink Desert race. I thought it was just going to be really hot, but it was actually freezing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. so, t- so, sorry, you went to the Fink as a... Do you ride bikes, I was going to say, did you go as an observer or, or a rider? Um, the first year when I went to kind of suss it out to see if I would race it. Yeah. Um, and then since then I've just gone as an observer. I want to ride the track, but I don't think I'll race it. Just you really need a big support network and... I've got friends who are very successful and very fast and seeing them come off and the injuries are sustained, I don't think it's viable <laughs> for me to, to really put my body through that. Yeah. Oh, I can understand What, what is the thing? Can you, I, I know the thing, but I don't know the thing. What, what is it? How long is it? What is it? What's involved Yeah. So uh, the race starts, well, we've got um, prologue day, which is where uh, the seating, uh, that's right in the like in the. Um, City of Alice Springs, and then day one of the race goes from Alice Springs down to Fink, um, which is like a, where the little um, Aboriginal town is, Apachula, I think. I probably said that wrong. Um, and then day two is uh, from that town, like that little Aboriginal town, back to Alice, uh, Alice Springs. So it's a two day race, um, and there's buggies, uh, trophy trucks, and bikes. Um, and you, yeah, it, it's a very, very interesting race. I have gone up there and driven a semi for um, a trophy truck team before and that was a really cool experience um but yeah it, i think i'd recommend everyone try and get to it um if you have an opportunity because it's quite unique you can camp just in the middle of the outback and watch the race go past you good fun yeah mm. i've got a, there's a good farmer down home or maybe on the afternoon actually but he he's uh he's been out and think he's racing think he's um Quite good at what he does, and uh, yeah, mm. sort of semi professional at it, I suppose. And there's a lot of people that make the pilgrimage out from the west, head out through the middle, and when you end up out big, it's probably not a bad time of the year to do it sort of mid mid, well, it's in August or mid year somewhere. It's a June long weekend, actually. So, um, yeah, it's really good if it's had rain um, because there's not so much dust um, and that way you have more visibility. Um, but yeah. regardless, it's a very, very dangerous race. Um, you, you, yeah, you're risking a lot to go in it, but um, you, you do it so you can get that little um, peg at the end. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Yeah, right, okay. Mm. So if you finish, that's an achievement on its own. Yes, exactly. Like a lot of people don't actually finish it and there is a time limit that you've got to get um, over the line by so yeah very interesting I want to go just ride it just for the sake of knowing that I could do it but the race itself I think my body's a bit too old for that now hmm. yeah yeah so what yeah. what other exciting things have you been up to lately CJ um, so I think since I've spoken to you I went up to Townsville um, and got the opportunity to go and meet some of the drivers that live up there Yep. Um, and uh, go to the terminal and go do a few deliveries just to see how it, what how different it is up there. And then drove down to Bowen, uh, Bowen, Queensland. That was also a really cool experience. Um, and then, yeah, got to go out west of there to a place called Collinsville, I think it was, oh, yeah. um, and see some farms. 
so yeah, just I really enjoyed going up to far north Queensland. I've never been up there before. Um, and just seeing how trucking is a bit different over there. And then um, when I went down to head office in Melbourne, so I got to see another side of the business as well. Uh, went to the Kenworth Classic as well. That, um, I saw Mike there. That was a uh, that was a really cool event as well. Just very hot, so that was a little bit uncomfortable for the heat wise, but just cool to see so many cool trucks and how much effort people put into their you know and how much pride they have in their vehicles. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, with, just, uh, just, with yeah. Queensland. I mean, you, I know we all know you, you lived in Brisbane for a little while there. Have you? Did you say you've not been to North Queensland? You've not been yeah. North Queensland? Yeah. Never. Never like been north there? of Airlie Beach. Um, I did, oh, actually. Right. Yeah. yeah um, I, oh, I, just, I could see myself settling in North Queensland, no dramas whatsoever. Yeah, I would like to do more of it, if I'm honest. I'd like to go up and spend a bit more time, um, maybe explore a bit more west of, like, Townsville and go out to yeah. see... All those sites that the boys travel to, we've got a couple of 909s that run out their road train combo. So um, yeah. it'd be cool to kind of go see a bit more because I only had two days there. So I really only got to, you know, just scrape the... I didn't really get to see too much. Um, and I would like to get up to Cairns. I've never done that. But... Um, yeah, one yeah of, one not very truck-friendly, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> for for, yeah, for yeah, a holiday, yeah. it'd be yeah. good. I also really, really want to ride a bike up to Cape York. So that's a personal thing. But work-wise, um, I'd like to check that out a little bit more. But, yeah, never uh, before that, I hadn't travelled anywhere north of Airlie Beach. Yeah, right Okay. Yeah, Airlie Beach is a lovely part of the world. Mm. Yeah. So Airlie mm. Beach so for you my, was a holiday? Airlie Beach. Uh, what was that? Sorry. Sorry. Here we come over. <laughs> was Airlie Beach a holiday thing for you, or did you work up there for a bit? or <laughs> No, that was a very wild girl's trip. <laughs> 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 it's a hot holiday. Well, no, 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 we move away, move away. We don't speak of uh, what happens on girl's trips. Right, so mm. what happens yeah. in early beach stays in early beach, eh? Exactly, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fair thing. And yeah. one, of my, one of my tattoos are from Airlie Beach. We just ended up at the tattoo joint and, you know, a little bit of pick what you can get and jam, jam it on there. No dramas at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. wow. we, we were carting up there. We, we, I was lucky enough. We were carting concrete poles uh, when they changed the power line outside of the Dane Tree and run it up the middle road. So we were carting mm-hmm. up to Cooktown and Lakeland Downs and all that up through there. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great winter's job for us. We, we had a ball with southerners from kid. From uh, Wayne Grader in Victoria, and when it was and had the snow robes on, and she out the snow, and then you go up there for the winter, it was fantastic. But we loved it, and, I, and that's why I love it up there. I really do love North Queensland. I really miss it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. We look forward to trying to get them all. Yeah, no. yeah. So yeah. move up there and do the big west runs out from Townsville. You reckon? Uh, Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, well, I mean, you can't go too far east, so I suppose you want to do the week. Magnetic Island, isn't it? You'd be attracted to that. Mm. Oh, mm. Stop it. <laughs> all day, every day, you know. So, yeah. so you, you have to go back to work in tomorrow, CJ, or you... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm back in tomorrow, so I'm on my uh, three days, one off and then three nights, so that's what I'm kind of doing for the rest of the week. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so... 
I just had three days off, so that was just nice to reset and recharge the batteries. And then, yeah, we're straight back into the harder part of the swing. Um, but, yeah. Are you getting, uh, you getting a little bit better at North or are you feeling a bit a bit more okay with this hard work? North, I don't know how you do it. I can do it. Not my cup of tea. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, I have been all right, um, but the truth that I just did was a bit of a tough, uh, like, yeah, if you, if you don't prepare yourself, then you're setting yourself up to fail, and I just, if I don't get a good sleep during the day, like a good nap, I'm really stuffed, but that's all right, we, we just power through. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you go with that, preparing yourself, like, going to bed early or sleeping through the day? I, I struggle. I yeah. find nights just very difficult because I can't sleep through the day. Yeah, I um I did have a really good routine where I trained every day. So I'd um, knock off work, go home, sleep, wake up at eight, go to the gym, train, ah, and then there's um, problem, Craig. There's our yeah. problem. The we gym. Up and iron the gym. Gym was the problem again. No, gym can be a problem. Whether it's helping you or what, but anyway, wrong kind I've of training a gym bar. We're not training at the right place. Yeah, no, but I've got to admit, I um, I quit my gym membership when Sunny died, so uh, it's my goal this week to find a new place to train and then get back into that routine because I think waking up and not having a, something to go do is an issue um, and then I can't get a good nap. So if I go to the gym, train really hard, eat something nutritious and then go back to bed for a couple of hours, I'm good. But because right. I don't have my routine... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really sluggish and shit. So. Yeah. so instead of sitting around yeah. in the morning waiting to go to work that afternoon, you get up and do something and then have a little nap nap and yeah, get yeah. back into it. They're yeah, a good plan. Yeah, we, mm. That's actually a really smart idea. Yeah, I think there's yeah, something in that still, for all of us. Yeah, but you also... Yeah, but also like it's not, not just tiring, not just tiring yourself out. It's also just getting those good endorphins and all that pumping through as well. And and also for me, it was a social aspect of going to a, a place where you can socialise, which my my trainer hated because I talk a lot. But um, yeah. but other than that, like yeah, I just got to get I got to get back into that. I just um, I hit a real funk after well the last little bit, so I'm just I'm finally feeling myself get back on track and. Hold myself accountable again. Hmm. Well, yeah, good. I mean, yeah, sun, sunny without going into too much. Sunny was a big part of your life, and it happened really yeah. quick. And uh, yeah. rest in peace, the big dog. He, uh, yeah, he's what it is. So, yeah, you, you yeah. figure it all out and work something through it and uh, get back on track. Mm. I think one thing that I'm really grateful for with my mental health is that I'm able to acknowledge when things are not okay and um, take the time to work through it. Mm. So. Um, yeah, very good point. Yeah, yeah, but you know, onwards and upwards, we're, we're all good now, and I've got really good people in my life that um, support me, so I'm grateful for them as well. And that's a yeah. bonus when, mm. when you do have that. We've got a support group around you that can help you through it, and when you're confident enough in those people to be able to talk to them as well. Yeah, and I think you don't realize how many people actually do care in your life, um, yeah. and you just got to like actually uh, open up and the right people will be there so um mm. yeah and, and honestly like a lot of people in the trucking community have been very solid with me the last couple of weeks yeah. um and i've, I've learned on a lot of people in who i've met through trucking so I've, I've got to say i'm very grateful for them as well you just don't realize who you've got in your corner until you really need them mm. and I, I think yeah it's a, bit of, it's a bit of a hard sort of job we we, we spend so much time by yourself Yes. So you, you brush over so much in your life. 
that you sort of do and don't need to talk about. And, and I get it in, in this world, it's, you know, people don't speak and they don't do this and they don't do things and help. But in trucking, especially, you just, you just, you just forget about it or you, you move on to something else because, because the, the traffic will change and the scenery changes. So you, your thoughts are your thoughts and they can either consume everything you do or you can talk to people about it. And, and, and it is good when you can get good listeners and uh, good people in the, uh, in the world. So yeah, so. If you're a good listener, ring somebody. If you're a good talker, find a good listener. But I think one of the one of the benefits that that comes out of having a few struggles of your own is that when you are self aware, um, you know how to deal with it. But also, it enables you to be that good listener as well. That your friends. Or colleagues may confide in you enough to tell you things that that um, help them. Yeah, you just got to provide. A, yeah, you got to provide a safe place for people. Mm. And so, if you can show your vulnerabilities to people, then people feel, like, as you're saying, feel safe to do that in return. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that you know there are some people in the world that will take advantage of situations. So you do need to be a bit cautious of who you trust, yeah. I guess. But. Um, but I do, although it bites me in the butt a lot, I do like to think that people are inherently good um, and I want to live my life believing that, that yeah. um, because I see too many people that are just bitter and are angry at the world and that's just breeding negativity and toxicity in their own mm. lives. So although I do get burnt from time to time, I don't want to change the way that I view people. Yeah, but some of that's just a part of being who you are. Like you... you are there to help people and sometimes it doesn't work but that's that's never a reflection on your personality or what you do it's it's a reflection on someone else's but yeah but even in that when you get burnt um sometimes you may have helped someone anyway mm. um maybe yeah, but you, but your, your, your glass is half full isn't it a honey whiskey look at you go your glass is half full very often oh very <laughs> look you know you have to be in you know, when you you come to certain parts of your life where you realise what what your your why is in your life, and you know if if one of those things, and I think most people's are most good people, is is you get most enjoyment out of helping other people help themselves, and and that's something I know in my life that I try to achieve. So if I'm helping other people help themselves, that's good. It's rewarding for me. Yeah. Do, yeah. the, do the drivers that you run, Craig, do they clear it like that? Probably not. Helping them, help them. <laughs> Probably you're not. Being coordinating. Probably like, not. see how, how much you're helping them. Yeah. Helping them achieve their <laughs> maximum goal of getting your freight delivered yep. and making them money. Do they understand how lucky they are to be in the presence of you, Craig? Well, I, I would oh, hope so. so. <laughs> I would hope so. But we all have times when things don't quite work out the way we want. And we'll take some of that on a, on a bit of a deeper level than a day-to-day running of things. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. So, CJ, your, your company is getting behind you at the moment, and uh, did you mention there today you were talking to me about Touch a Truck in Adelaide? Yes. And the council is all over that, the Adelaide Council. Yeah, so I got a really wonderful message um, a couple months ago from a follow, someone that found me on Instagram um, who works for one of the Adelaide City Councils, and um, yep. she asked me if I'd like if I would be willing to be a part of this um, community event called Touch a Truck, 
um, that's run it once before. And basically what they're wanting me to do is bring a truck um, to the parkland um, and it will be for families to bring their kids so they can come up and get close and personal with the truck and, um, you know, get to meet me and stuff like that. Um, so I'm really thrilled to say that Liberty are backing this and uh, coming to the table with it. So they're letting me take a truck from work um, and, yeah, we're going to do little show bags and things like that. So really exciting. Yeah, that's not cool. for a couple of months still, but I'm really excited to be kind of going down this avenue of, like, you know, um, being a positive role model to little kids and, like, being someone they can talk to and create core memories for them. Um, I've got a nephew who's 20 months old and um, he went to a local... They, they live in the country and they went to, like, their local show the other day. And um, the photos that my sister sent of, like, of him on, like, little diggers and tractors and things like that made me realise we need to do more of that stuff with trucks as well mm. because kids are just so drawn to trucks like all of his books are trucks and this and that and it's not her pushing that on him he just loves it so i'm really excited for that event um i think it's going to be quite wholesome and yeah really excited so i'm really thrilled that work is starting to see the um you know the power behind what i'm kind of trying to achieve so yeah i'm really excited for that mm. oh that is great we 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 craig and mike and valentine We've talked about stuff like this, haven't we? We, <laughs> we always scratch yeah. this out as to what can we do. And, I, and I've been talking about this for years within my own uh, stuff that I've pushed out, but they're not just lumps of metal going down the road. So the idea of actually going up to the truck and, and touching the truck and going, oh, what does that do and what does that lever do and why does that there and what's this go there and what does this cut? It's fantastic. Mm. And I reckon we should be all over that. Yeah. Yeah. The company that I used to work for, unfortunately, I never actually made any of these things, but they used to do family days. And so they'd set the quarry up with a few dump trucks, some piles of sand, the trucks would all get cleaned up, and families could bring their kids in. And then the kids could see what their mum or dad drive or where they go and, you know, stuff like that. And my little sister, I remember from a really young age, would like wear her high beers and she'd be like, I want to be a dump truck operator. Like, she doesn't want to be that now, but. It was really cool that she could see firsthand and sit in the truck and see what, you know, her sisters and her dad, where they go every day when they get dressed up in their high vis. It's not just they're just abandoning you. This is actually what they do. And um, for me, like as a kid, sensory, you know, the smells and the, 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 all those sensory things um, was really important. So since we can't really take kids in trucks now, if companies can open up a safe, you know, closed environment like that, I think that they should probably be trying to do a bit more of that. Um, just to at least get the kids closer than what they, that, you know, just on the other side of the fence or seeing them drive past on the road. I've been trying that for years, CJ, and getting the kids to wash the truck and get up close with it <laughs> and, uh, and feel it and, and listen and listen to me yeah. yelling at them over the pressure washer <laughs> and <laughs> using the wrong sponge and, you know, and all that. You know, he's, he's got and it's a, when I get in the shower, it's one move of all. But but when you're out yeah. washing the truck, there's different sponges and different brooms for different jobs. But you know, because uh, people are just not into that. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think it's child labour. Well, hey, look, you know, kids want to eat. CJ, them shoes aren't cheap on their feet. Yeah. They need to know where them shoes come from. Get out and wash the truck. Yeah, anyway, a little bit different interpretation on the um, on the concept here, I think, Yogi. 
They touch the truck, not um, grab a sponge and wash it. Yeah, oh, that's what I was thinking. If you want to touch the truck and feel and smell it, you'll get to drive it as long as you wash it and I don't have to pick the sponge up. That's be, work. If you, so, if you want a yeah. training thing for your kids, it would be more about put the um, f- fill up fuel and pay for it, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll learn a lot. Yeah, so, so <laughs> we've uh, young bloke's been driving our club sport around because he's a uh, GQ patrol, done a turbo. So we've, you know, we've let him drive the clubby. And uh, so he went and put, tw- uh, it put $50 of premium unleaded in it, you know, today. And, and it got him about eight litres, I think. No, he's going, it hasn't even gone on quarter. And, and, and look, I know CJ's got brand new gold chains and watches coming for kick car fuel, and that's a bit of a low blow there. But, you know, like, it's not like that at all. <laughs> the money's not going, getting passed over to the fuel carters. But no, Jack's just sort of figuring out real quick for driving a V8 around just to go down to the chicken shop is not good because you've got to pay for the fuel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, um, I had an SSV ute and... Uh, that I only was able to drive that Friday to Sunday because the fuel was as soon as I put because I couldn't help myself. You know, you drive out of the yard. It's just like right, like the whole way of the road. Yeah, like, a little bit of a loud pedal. Yeah, well, yeah. I couldn't help her, and so then by the end of the week, she's uh, empty again. So <laughs> you say you know, what you say? Oh, no, officer. Sorry, officer. I couldn't help it, officer. Mm. And they say, oh, okay, that's all right then. You've got to love a girl with a rev You really do. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't me, it wasn't me. It's all there, mate. Cylinders under the wood there. I just wanted to go up and just say, I couldn't do a damn thing about it, you know. So, yeah. And I think we've got two of those in our family because one's all on off the clubby and one's driving the clubby and it. Our fifteen or fourteen year old, sorry, she's uh, she's hell bent on getting the club sport. So, so I think she's going to start washing the truck a little bit more because it might be starting to make some down payments towards the club sport at the moment. Is she listening tonight to learn about how this repayment method could work? No, she's working great. Oh, well, that's just yeah. as good, don't it? Help pay for it. Yeah, down the road here, flipping burgers, making a uh, well done chip. So come at me with. Fake chips, even though we're not eating chips, but we did get some from the road outside. So, CJ, we're all doing a fitness look after ourselves at the moment. We're all trying to be good. And I I, I walked 11Ks the other day. Now, it's not just one day. I'm doing me five or six Ks every day, but I've got 11Ks in the other day. So that's pretty happy. Oh, wow. I'm really proud of you guys. That's awesome. You're putting me to shame. We won't recognise you, Yogi, when you next come to the Eastern States. No, I still, no I've got a lot to lose, Craig. I've got a lot to lose. Yeah? So, yeah. Yeah, oh, so, oh, that's the thing. I, you'll look at me and go, geez, you still look like a big bear. And correct? I do. You look like a big bear. And, and Craig, I'll always give you a bear hug, mate. I right? look oh, forward to it every time. We, we won't recognise <laughs> you, I reckon. You'll put new jeans on and a new shirt on. Well, it's actually... You I don't need it. Yeah, hey, 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 Mike, you'll spoon me, Mike. Come on, Mike. Me, so, uh, you know, you'll give me a big bear hug. Mike will come oh, in for yeah. a cuddle as well. Um, yeah, from Papa Bear. Yeah. Who was the Papa Bear? Yeah, that's right. With all those salads he's been eating, we'll be, he'll be thinned as oh, well. Have you, been, have you been identifying as a Big Mac? Is that what you're doing? Have you been my, eating uh, food? My, uh, my Caesar salads that I'm having for lunch, I identify as uh, double Whoppers, double fries <laughs> and a Coke. Well, that's good. No, you, can, you can train your mind to do anything, you know. So, But yeah. good on you, Mike. If, if you're doing, how's your exercise going on your half-hour breaks? 
Uh, I, I did plenty of bloody uh, exercise jumping and conclusions. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty yeah. of that. Your blood pressure by yelling at people is not that raising your blood pressure mm. by going for a walk. Well, it's sort of, you've got to get your heart rate up, not your blood pressure. <laughs> How can you do that? Like, you're only doing three kilometres an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people still yeah. cut you off, Craig. Craig, we all need space, isn't that right, CJ? That's right. We yeah. all need space, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hashtag, we all need space. <laughs> we all need space. As, like, as, as well as you need to know your truck and height, too, so... You need to know your truck and height. It's all right. It's all right when you've got a couple of barrels on, Mike, because you're going to knock the top off your cab before you're going to damage them tankers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, oh. the, 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 there is a, there is a little bit of a thing in the left hand stack of this one that I didn't put there. I'll be pointing that out to the mechanics. Mm. So what's that? Two new stacks in? I'll be. It'll, uh, I'll be after two new flat cut stacks. Oh. And, uh, I've got to actually, actually, I am going to need some counselling. You know why? Mm. Well, 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 because because the, the barrels have got buddy Kenworth mud flaps on them, mate. Yeah, that's they'll oh, leave it like that just because you're driving a Western Star. Yeah, so, or or someone in the workshop will put one Western Star mud flap in the middle or something just to annoy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's that the purple <laughs> chassis barrels. Is that anyone? You still got them? That is, that is. Right, we'll leave them on there because that purple barrel and purple chassis will go on my purple truck, all right? So you just look <laughs> after that job until right. I get over the other side down. I want to, I want to be on tank is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to put it all in a compartment, shut the lid, and not have to check chains and walk around it 20 <laughs> times. That's what I want to do. It's very nice. I'd expect them shined and polished every week, please. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and look, we've discussed this, different funds for the chassis, different funds for the stainless tanks as well, but, you know, when you go to the show, I'll use one lube, it doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to touch any of that. I'm not even going to touch any of that. No. Oh, come on. It's Saturday night. All I can see is I'm going to get myself into trouble here and... and CJ's easily easily led astray, and I don't want him to think that we're dirty old men. There you no, go. No, we're not old. So well, we're, we're not like <laughs> yeah. you might be, but we're not. Well, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, just, yeah I'm just yeah, an yeah. old man. Well, I can say, Craig, is I'd rather hug CJ than hug you. That's oh, all I'm well, you know, each to their own, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I, can, oh, I, I, I can see Are that. Are still there, CJ? I'm there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's just listening to you waffle on, so. I, I have got I have got something I want to uh, talk about quickly while we're on, though. Oh, you go um, for it. Go. We'll, <laughs> we'll deflect from Michael um, here, so go. Go for it. <laughs> so, obviously, we've got the new uh, volume of the Truck and Wife magazine coming out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted to say, like, um, I've really enjoyed the last little while... Um, like getting, like in, I've been interviewing some girls and just having some really wholesome chats with girls that I've met through the industry, and I'm really, really excited to share their stories. And so I just wanted to publicly say to the girls, I know one of listening right now, that I'm very grateful for their vulnerability and opening up and sharing their stories with me. So I really hope that when this magazine comes out, that people can enjoy and appreciate how much hard work these girls are putting in behind the scenes that probably don't get appreciated every day. Oh, yeah. 
just speaking is uh, I've actually read all the stuff and I think it's all excellent. So, and mm. uh, we'll be looking forward to putting another couple in the next issue. So, yeah, that's yeah, um, uh, really good. I, I find it very interesting to have a read of that different stuff and, and, and get that different point of view about what we do yeah. and, and how it's done. And it's, it's, it's just a good read. Very good read. Yeah. So it's I'll, just, it's just really, it's really, yeah. I'll, Sorry, I was just going to say. David, you, um, you, what you've come from in social media world and, and where you mm-hmm. are, so people listen to you and they hear what you say, but now like trucking life is in print for as long as you're going to sit there and look at it. So these stories that you're getting out of people will stay printed forever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The, the, the stories will remain, can be reread and re you know, revisited and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's great. Oh, that's what I love about trucking life. I mean, I'll go back to the 80s and late 70s with trucking life and you can definitely read them again. So that's good. Yeah, and like um, just by like talking to people, hearing you know people say, "Oh, I've got them from when I was a kid," and this and that. But it's just um, I hope I can do that story justice. But you know, you don't you don't know someone's story until you really sit down and have a chat. And obviously, like it's really hard to put someone's whole story in, you know, in one little article kind of thing. But um, yeah, just like the magazine is opening up this opportunity for me to get quite. Um, uh, it, I'm creating some really beautiful friendships through the opportunity of these girls opening up to me. So I really hope, like, I'm really excited to see the, the next poppy come out, and um, I hope that they can feel proud in what they. Because a lot of a lot of the girls I talk to don't really realize. Like when I said to them, "Oh, do you mind if I like share your story?" They're like, "Oh, well, well I don't have anything to say. I haven't done anything." And then when yeah. you start actually breaking it down, they're like, "Oh, actually, wow!" And like you can see that they're actually they have a bit more pride in themselves because I think we, we always try to, um, we try to dull ourselves down so that we're not stepping on anyone's toes. Mm. And this is a lot of stuff that we don't talk about because as, um, you know, I know when I first started coming on here, I was like, I don't want to talk about gender, but for a moment, like I've actually realized that this is probably an area that I can touch on that others probably don't have the ability to do. Um, and what I've kind of found from the talking to the girls, a lot of us feel like we need to keep quiet and be small so that we're not upsetting anybody. And so it's been really cool giving these girls a sense of pride in what they're actually doing and appreciate how much they have achieved. Mm. Um, so I'm like yeah. feeling very very humbled by this experience. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Well, when some of these stories... The when's the next one coming out, boss man? When's the next issue of Truck and Mars out? The 4th. It's 4th of November. They're put it together right. now. The mailing list has been compiled. It's Very not exciting. far off going out at all. So, one of the things, CJ, when you talk about people being able to tell their stories and have recognition of 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 telling their story, it it is mm. it's a soul building exercise for that person, mm. and mm-hmm. and it, and that's when it enables them to go out and tell their story on a, on a wider scale instead of sort of holding it back to themselves because they realise that people do listen to what they've got to say. So mm. I, I think in the in the uh, point of, of the gender thing here, we, we do have to recognise that there is a difference between men and women in the industry. So mm-hmm. they need to be given credit, like b- both both genders, for, for what they do. Um so, like, I'm very proud of of the girls out there who are having a go. They they're doing mm-hmm. a fantastic job, and and from what I hear from most employers, 
Um, they actually prefer the female side. Mm. It, it's it's oh. funny, like, I, I had experiences where I went to, I got um, a job at a mine site. Um, I got transferred. And when I arrived at this mine, so I'm I'm terrified because I've never done at this stage FIFO. I rocked up and my boss sat me down and said, I don't want you here. I don't know what you're possibly going to bring to the team, but I've been told I have to employ you. And this is legitimately what I got told. And then from some, my, my direct manager, and then a week later he apologised and said, oh, actually, you've been a great asset to the team. I'm so glad you're here. But that's an initial... Um, people don't realise that this is actually stuff that we get told quite mm-hmm. regularly. Um, we actually have to... But we have to, like, shut our mouth and just get on with it and prove ourselves. Um, and I'm really proud of everyone that does just get in and mm-hmm. does the work. Um, so, yeah, like, although I don't want to give that too much power or like highlight that too much the reality is this stuff still does happen so i'm really proud of everyone that just gets in and gets it done Mm. Mm. i have a uh, unique perspective on that because my previous profession was a female dominated profession Mm. uh, as a registered Mm. nurse Mm -hmm. and when i did my staff year in the mid 90s i went to a country hospital and I was one of the first male registered nurses that were employed at that hospital. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the director of nursing still referred to herself as matron. And uh, I had to answer the phone, uh, North Ward sister speaking or South Ward sister speaking, whichever ward I was working on. And of course, mm-hmm. when a male voice says North Ward sister speaking, there's not a lot to get said straight after that because people are a little bit confused. And, uh, and uh, so, and I was basically told what you were told, CJ. I, I did a graduate program, and they got a government grant to uh, employ graduate nurses, and they employed six the year I was there. But they had to employ one male, and I was the token male, and they told me that to my face. So I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly how it feels. Yeah, um, but yeah. I got even with them. I got even with them in a way you probably couldn't. Okay. Um, one of the, I'll tell you a funny story. One of the uh, the, the the South Ward had a uh, a toilet, a staff toilet, in it, and it was totally enclosed. There was no window, so when you went in there, it was pitch black, and unless you turned the light on, you really couldn't see. And uh, so I used to go in there and leave the seat up on purpose. Every time I walked past, I would go in and, and uh, leave the seat up, and eventually I got the unit manager, uh, the charge nurse, and she got a porcelain surprise, and she came out and stood in the hall and screamed my name. She hated me. She was terrible. But, uh, it was a formative experience. That's all I can say. I understand <laughs> what you're talking about, though. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. we're coming a long way and just, like, it's like anything with any kind of evolution, kind of, you know. We, it's, we, I think the industry is fantastic. Like, I'm not going. I'm not saying it's anything bad. I'm just saying that there's still a lot of stuff that's not talked about. So I'm just proud yeah. of everyone in, in any profession, really. That's just getting in and getting it done. So, but yeah, I'm really excited yeah. to share these stories. I think I, I really hope that people can uh, will enjoy what yeah. these girls have to say. Mm. I think a lot of people do appreciate what you're doing in this space, CJ. It's I certainly do. I think it's fantastic, and we do get a lot of feedback on it um, about the 
the positivity that you're bringing into the industry and not not just for female drivers but even for males and even for young people mm. you know young mm. people in general wanting to have a go like it, it can mm. be done you can do it and as you're well aware there's good money to be made and it's not a bad lifestyle yeah, I even got a message the other day from someone that um, had spoken to me previously about how to get their license, and I kind of, like, talked them through it, and then I got a message the other day with photos, and they're like, CJ, I just wanted to show you this. I'm so, like, I'm so proud. I'm by myself now. This is, uh, this is me at a few sites, and, like, the truck they're driving, and I'm like, that means so, that means more than anything is those messages where I've been with them through their and changing com- complete careers, getting their license, and now they're out on their own driving. Mm. And they, the sense of pride they have at, at turning their life around or changing this. Yeah. And I'm talking, I'm talking men. Like I, I maybe have received messages from only a couple of women, but it is it's men and women as well. But um, just providing them with a safe place. Like I do post a few videos that people roll their eyes and they're like, "Oh, this is so stupid." I'm like, but you don't realize that I'm talking to a lot of people that a don't even have their license or as new to it. So I'm trying to answer questions that people are too embarrassed to ask. That's right. I'm, asking, I'm doing the research. I'm asking the questions that I didn't know when I started. So mm. I'm not talking to the super truckers or the people that not think they know everything. I'm talking to people that want to know. And I, like the other day I did a video about how to break down what a road train combination is because mm. I didn't know. I kept on saying to people, why is that an AB triple? And everyone had a different answer. So I went and researched it. And then I found out that there's a thing called an A coupling and a B coupling. And then that's how you break it down, right? Yep. And the comment, the comment section is hilarious because people are like, "You're wrong," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, please educate me. Where did I go wrong?" And then it's just people attacking me, being like, "Oh no, you're just I just hate people who think they're an influencer." I'm like, "This has got nothing to do with that. I'm just trying to break down and answer questions that I wish I had yeah. somewhere to find out." So it's interesting. Yeah, and when you get into very interesting. Sorry, yeah, you go. I was going to say that's very interesting and it plays into my way of thinking that it's ridiculous what you call your road train set up in these states. So, anyway, Craig, it's on to you. Yeah. <laughs> now you lost me. Because as soon as you start talking about combinations, but. but uh, you can't let it go, can you? You just cannot let it go. Uh-huh. Only the best run best, and we've got the best system to a certain degree, and, and, and you settle, call settle, your road train set down. Yeah. But but CJ, in asking those questions in a public forum, and and some of the times you know the answers. I've done it. I do it in conferences. I do it in roundtable discussions. Whatever you want to call them, roundtable square rooms, blah blah blah. But you'll see someone talking in, in a conference, and obviously by watching the crowd, you can tell people are either glazed over or got no idea what's going on, or simply don't understand. So you ask the question not because you want to know but mm. because you want them to answer a question so everybody else in the room can understand. Mm-hmm. And, and and having, and you are, when you do that, you are vulnerable to this thing of, well, how stupid are you that you don't know the answer to that? It's not about you or what you know. Mm. It's about helping other people understand because, as you said, some people are too afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. So you're, Yeah, and I just I just love creating conversation and, like, get, get those conversations going because, um, I said that today I did, I did a story, uh, I shared a few videos from my trip and I just said, because I've had someone saying, oh, look at this chick, she's been in the industry two seconds and thinks she knows everything. I was like, absolutely not. I am super aware that I don't because as a truck driver and in the trucking industry, the only way you can get better is with experience and time in the industry. So 
I want to learn from people who are more experienced. And I think that's the only way you can get better. Mm. So I think that it's really, a, it's really disappointing when people see me trying to share knowledge, thinking that I'm coming from an aspect of that I know it all. It's not like that at all. It's just like I want to share what I learn so other people feel like they are learning as well at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, very honourable. That's, that's a great thing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it can be embarrassing at times. Oh, look, it, it yeah. can be. And the, the eyes that yeah. come across at you sometimes in, in these areas where people, that they do understand and they look at you like, we thought you were this knowledgeable person in the industry and asking this stupid question. But it's, you know, it's not a stupid question. Anything you get stupid out of it's a stupid answer. So, mm. you know, it, it's there to help everyone. But, mm. yeah. Great work. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for, like, everyone that I've met. Like, I'm making really, really beautiful, wholesome friendships with a lot of people, and it's all because of this industry and the platforms that, you know, this platform and stuff like that. Like, today, Yogi and I, I rang up and we just had a chat, you know, and that was really nice. Yeah. It's nice that I've got a friend, a friend in Yogi that I can lean on in times, you know, so it's really cool. I'm really, really happy with it all, yeah. Well, Goes both ways, CJ. Makes me feel all young and hip, knowing where mates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like I can actually feel like I'm still a part of the young set in my late 40s. You still are young. You still are young. I know, I'm young in this group. I know that. <laughs> well, I'm not in this group, I know you're a little bit younger than me. But yeah, it is. It was funny when you were telling me on the phone the other day. Yeah, you remember our back truckers as a kid. I'm like, oh, we're only filmed 10 years ago. <laughs> It's good to see um, a bit of positivity back through what we're doing and mm. uh, that's what we want out of trucking life. We want the positive and, mm. and the radio and all that. So, um, yeah, so you'll, you'll, uh, so the positives, was there, there was a lot of positives for me with the NHBR uh, campaign. Yeah. We, we all need space. So, how yeah. was that for you? Yeah, I was obviously a very apprehensive at first. Um, I didn't know how it would be received, but the feedback was awesome, and I feel feel really proud of that. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that it got the right message out, and um, I hope it can go further and wider and maybe get to more of the, the general public. Um, but, yeah, no, I felt I was really stoked with what their, their vision and see it come, come, up, come to life. Yeah, and I was, I was the same. I, I, I didn't expect as much traction and as much um, comments and, and positive stuff on on my platform. I, you know, we, we get a we get a bit of good and a little bit of bad, and we end up with a bit of an average sort of mix at the end. But there's a lot more good and a lot more bad. It's all good. We're okay with that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but the NHBR stuff come across really well. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was good to be a part of, and uh, stay tuned. We all need space. There might be something more coming in the future. Cool. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. It's really good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, you might have yeah, to um, text us in one of your uh, song requests, CJ. We might be able to play that. Oh, one. golly! Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to think about that, but yeah, I do, hey. I do need a do need to go because I'm still sitting in the yard and I need to be back here. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you know, you're only going to be back in a couple of hours, mm. but no, we appreciate your time, CJ. All good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Keep yeah, us updated with so that uh, truck in Adelaide yeah. and we'll see if we yeah. can be there. And um, okay. If you haven't already, go over and have a look at CJ Truck and CJ. Yeah, 
Yep, you're doing some, great, <laughs> doing some great work there. We love it. Oh, thanks, guys. Well, you guys have a really safe and happy weekend, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Righto. Thanks, Righto. CJ, for coming on. All right. All right. See you, guys. See you, mate. Thank See you. Bye. Bye. Well, that's there CJ from Trucking with CJ. So I'd encourage anyone to go and have a look at their page. You may even learn something. Gary, I, no, no, you will learn mm, something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's right. It, 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 you frame questions. People can, I've got some really, really smart mates, but they just can't frame a question. Mm. And when somebody can frame a question and get an answer, it's fantastic and it's good to see you. So, so yeah. Yogi, you put in a song request here. Oh, did I? Yeah, well, we could come from a from a long-time listener and sometime caller. All right, so <coughs> I've got the title and I've picked the song. Hello. Hey, this may, may not be what they're after, but it's what you asked for. Oh, is it? Right on. Yeah. Come on, play it. So what's, we'll what's, right what's your request, mate? You got a friend in me. Right on. And I know the bloke here. He'll be out there on the paddock going coast to coast. Bobby and Andrew. Good day, mate. We'll give it a crack. <laughs> and we'll be right back.
Well, we're back, everybody. We've got another special guest tonight. Jeez, we're doing well, aren't we? Oh, I'm on Tony, how are you what? tonight? Good, mate. Good. You only just got me. And, uh, it was looking very bleak there for the last hour and a half to whether I was going to be able to uh, join you guys. But uh, we, had, we were able to troubleshoot ourselves out of, uh, out of a bad, well, not a bad little scenario, just a, a hiccup with a couple of trucks. And, uh, yeah, I only got going on the road about five minutes ago in Swan Hill. So yeah, right. somehow I, I think I'm going to miss my 9 o'clock time slot tonight down in Geelong. But uh, we'll see how we go when Fair we get there. to that. <laughs> Uh, uh, just strap the jets to it, mate. Strap uh, the wings to it and just launch it. Hey, uh, that's it, mate. Yeah. It's only up half uh, five times. You've got plenty of time, brother. <laughs> plenty of time. Oh, plenty of time. Yeah, no drama, no drama. No drama. Yeah, I've been living on. I've been living off the proper state time as well. You know, the last few weeks, as you know. So yeah, it's been a bit uh, yeah. Up. How was you bringing intro up north, mate? How'd you go? Swinging two? Have you ever done a train for a while? And Oh, that's it, mate. Thanks for going up there, mate. How'd you go? Oh, I bloody loved it. Yeah, I can see why you don't go past Port Augusta these days, mate. Because, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bloody beautiful way. drive over there. Yeah, yeah no, we uh, ended up... Yeah. But now we... Uh, now I sort of got a little bit lucky. I came back um, about a month early uh, from Tasmania and I wasn't even off the spirit yet. And my mate, Corey... So if you know the beauty of social media, he saw that I was there and he rang me up and he goes, oh, you don't want to drive a truck when you get back to mainland. I'm like, mate, I'm not even there yet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I said, oh, it depends. He goes, you'll do it. I'm like, okay, it must be a pretty cool one. And he goes, yeah, it's a road train up to the Pilgrim. Yeah, I think I drove the Winnebago straight to his yard, jumped to the truck and off I went. So I was pretty keen for that load. Mm. Good, so, good adventure. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. I was, uh, as Yogi would know, and Mike as well, from Southern uh, Quads out that way, that, uh, you know, it's just a, a stress-free type environment. You know, you cruise along, you get your thousand K done a day, you can buggerise around a little bit as well, and then you wake up the next morning, all you got to do is drive again. It's not like Melbourne, Sydney, where, you know, you got to bust your balls for the next five, six hours as soon as you wake up. So it's, uh, it's a... Yeah, very uh, good style of driving, that's for sure. It's, yeah, you, mm. it's, it's the lifestyle of truck driving, I think, that we all dream of to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 Yep, it is. It absolutely is. Yeah. It's still, in, in the West, you still get that feel that there's still truck yards with gates and carts and, and there's still proper yards going on and it feels like a proper trucking environment. Yeah. Mm. Oh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, every roadhouse you sort of go into, you have a yarn with everyone, and yeah, it definitely has that sort of 80s, 90s, 90s vibe about it, I suppose, of how the trucking industry works. You know, I pulled up somewhere and there was a bloke there trying to get a caravan off his drop deck. You know, so I'll bugger it, I'll help you for a couple of you know, a couple of hours. And then, you know, we ended up going, oh, well, we'll just have a couple of beers now. Call it a night rather than... <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. up the highway a little bit more. So, yeah, you, you definitely have a lot more of a lifestyle, I suppose, doing it, rather than feeling like you're, yeah, you've got to bust your balls for a time slot or get somewhere the next I think, day. I think, I mean, geographically, I think there's nothing overnight in Western Australia. So it doesn't no. really matter. You're going to load for a day or two. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's no, there's no, like, Sydney, Melbourne, 800 k overnight. You've got to be there in the morning. There's none of that yeah, exactly. realistically... Because, well, I mean, we do down south, we sort of do 
you know, 300 k's out, 300 k's in, he's sort of going to do it in a day and up and back. But, you know, most of the times I'll unload the next morning and go back into Perth and come back out. And you, it's just no real, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it is a really different way of life here. And, um, yeah, but look, yeah. people love it or they don't because, as you well know, out here, Tones, if you, if you haven't had a can of Coke and a Mars bar by 6 o'clock at night, you're not going to eat at night in some places. So oh, you've yeah. got to get your head around it a little bit. And we're thinking the same. It's up past five and we haven't had dinner and we're driving over. Oh, well, it'll be Vegemite on post when we get home with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I did plan ahead there, though. But, um, you know, the good thing with the little Volvo 540 that I was in of down towing, so they had the fridge and the microwave. Yeah, the oven and that sort of thing. So I stocked it yeah. up with as much crap as I could for that inevitable point where you're just sitting on the side of the highway, you know, cooking up a, a meal. So, yeah, we're yeah, having a bit of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, there's still plenty of good roadhouses out there as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and they're just not open. Like, they're not 24-7. That's the only thing. There's plenty no. of good spots out here. They're just oh, 24-7 they're... like you used to on these coasts. Yeah. Oh, What's that, what's that one with the bloody car up on the roof? Sorry, sorry, what was that? What's that roadhouse with the car on the roof? Is it? Is it Corrigan? Is it Corrigan? Yeah, I'm going to do a roadhouse review of Corrigan. That is one of the best roadhouses I'm going around. I've had a feed there. I'll tell you what, it was a bloody awesome feed. Exactly. I was there two nights ago, I reckon. Three nights ago, and I had a cracking feed down there. Yeah. It's a roadhouse you divert to. To go and get a feed in the shower. Yep. Yeah. 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 Is it open twenty four hours or? No, it shuts. I think it shuts at like stupid o'clock. It's ridiculous. No, no, no. They'll cook till about eight thirty at night. Yeah. 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 Proper sit down meal. Like you will get a sit down proper feed. And now from six six to eight is what they are. Um, six to seven doesn't work. Seven doesn't work. Yeah, it's a good. Over in the west, over, over in the west as well. You sort of you operating different hours because, well, particularly for me, you're still working on the um the eastern seaboard time. So this time of year is three hours different. So you sort of you get into it real early in the morning, and then by seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, yeah, you know, you've done your solid twelve hours or so, and then all you really want to do is have a feed and just enjoy sitting there trying to ball of the stick for the dog and call it a night. So. Yeah, 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 it's your mm. Yeah, you're down right. Bed by 10 o'clock. Well, oh, you're done and dusted. Because that's when the sun sets in the west. I was talking to our favourite senator earlier today. Mm. And uh, he told me to uh, book a plane ticket for uh, April sometime and go over there and buddy do this charity run with him that we've been friends ah. on over the last couple of years. So, hey, way to go. Yeah. I said we can rank Campbell's up to give us a truck and Centurion to give us a couple of trailers. <laughs> oh, you, you, might, uh, you might get a nine, eh, Mike? Well, you might get, get a nine. Big, big, big nine. Well, they, that's all they've got. Big, big, big truck, haven't they? Yeah, they've got big Aerodons as well, but they're trying to run yeah. Aerodons. They've, they've got a few trucks sitting at Kenworth. Yeah. yeah, so that's... Uh, that's that's got to be happening, and I'll be able to have a bit of a look, apparently. It's the first time I've driven all the way up the coast. So, are you going to go to the coast race? You know? I don't know. Well, basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow Stirl. That's what will happen. Yeah, perfect, perfect. You'll have 4,000 caravans up there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> How many, Rodney? Be a lot of, uh, <laughs> How many? 4,052, probably. Oh. I don't think it's just up the coach right there because it's beautiful weather, 30 degrees. April. Uh, well, 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 hey, we'll be in Broome in April. You'll be in Broome? Yeah, start April next year. Yeah, All right. What's going on up there? Go. Ah, uh, yeah, another story, another day, another right, right, right. 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 I've been seeing my mate's wedding. I've been seeing a wedding up there. Amanda's oh. one of the bridesmaids for her makeup there. So I got the MC role, which I'm very, very honoured to do. Mm. Right, eh? So I'm seeing a wedding in Broome at the start of April. Right, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Come along if you want to. Mm. So, yeah. You're not invited to the wedding, but come to Broome. Yeah, but bro, yeah, you're not invited to in the wedding. We'll, just, we'll just hang around outside. Yeah, we'll just hang around outside. Hang around the car park. We'll be right. Uh, 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 how do I get it? Well, you just you just got to be stupid enough to say yes to uh, your mates when they say that those jobs are about, I suppose. <laughs> but um, no, well, me, me and Corey, we worked a little bit in the past last year when um, we were doing the sandbagging relief in Swan Hill. That was his work. So, um, yeah, he's got super tilts and drop decks and that sort of stuff. And as we know, that's sort of my, my bread and butter. So when these obscure loads come up or he's quoting on it, you know, he sort of turns to me and goes, do you want to do that? And you're like, yeah, that'll make a good video, won't it, son? Yep. Okay, we'll do that. Nice. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love so, that. It's just how you're going to get it on. Once you get it on, you know you're going to get it off. Oh, oh, what's the question I've got? How did you get it off? Get it off? Yeah, I mean, we had to drag it on. Oh, well, the wheels were turned, so all I did was um, tilt it up, shut my eyes and let the bugger roll off. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, I had, we had a tally handler there as well that took a bit of the um, uh, the weight off it, so it just helped it down. But yeah, it just basically rolled off at the other end. It was nice and easy. So, yeah. I, I just I definitely was getting on. I pushed a four drive tractor off by hand Monday. By hand? Yeah. 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 So, you let a lot of it down the hill. And me yeah. and me and the farmer like, right, eh? all right. So we dropped the ramps, dropped the airbags, poked it down the hill and just undone the chain and then pushed it by hand and let it roll off. But it's an articulated tractor. So we kind of hope it wasn't going to get all bent <laughs> sideways and, and cross up because mm. there's no hydraulic lines or anything on it. So the pin yeah, yeah. in the middle, it'll just do whatever it's going to do. But it went down the hill. And, uh, like, I'll, I'll see if I can do the video. You, you can't see me pushing it out because the old mate was on the other side. He's going... I don't know if it's going to go. I'm going, well, it's going to come off, mate. Like, it's, it's going to come off. It's going to roll down into your paddy. It just is what it is. And he's right, eh? Hey, go for it. Well, my float yeah, used well, to tilt, so it was very easy to get stuff off. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. the beauty of the super tilts, yeah. But uh, they are very versatile. You're, just, uh, you're a little bit limited for weights and that sort of stuff. But when you got the winches, they're, they're bloody perfect. And, I mean, with, with that loader as well, it had the bucket on the front and no hydraulics. So it was always just going to stop as soon as that bucket smashed into the ground and then effectively just drive off on it. So that and that is the hardest bit with loaders, forklifts, um, tractors with buckets, is getting the hydraulic up 
and hit the machine on. Mm. They just don't, like, inevitably, they creep down when they've got no power to them, and then you've got to get the hydraulic release to get yeah. some kind of tension off the forks, attachments, whatever it is, to get them up. We always struggle with that sort of stuff there. But, um, yeah, we, we love challenges in this job. Uh, yeah. oh, that's, 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 job that's, why, that's why we do it. It's satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing when I was over in Perth, and as you say, Yogi, like, you know, you, you don't expect to get fully loaded in one day, so I think I landed there, trying to get a garbage truck on like it was a not-runner. It wasn't going to work, and I think by about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I'd already written off that I was just going to have to spend the grand final weekend in Perth getting, um, getting on the beers and worry about it Monday or Tuesday. So I, I was distraught about it, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, you Always a silver lining. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that, it doesn't take you long to get into that, that wait a while sort of thinking mentality vein of thought, you know, you just go, oh, well, this is what it is. Can't do anything no, about it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you, you yeah. definitely feel like the, the pressure's off. And, you know, if it takes an extra day to run across the paddock, then so be it because, you know, if you're going back or whatever you're doing, you know, it, it takes a few days to sort of scrounge up the right Great and load to make it feasible to actually go as well. So mm. you're never in too much of a rush to do it because, um, yeah, there's so many more variables and just, you know, almost plentiful, plentiful freight coming out of uh, major cities. You've got to do a lot more planning and buggerising around, running trailers up the hill and all that sort of thing. So it's all, all a little bit different over in the West, that's for sure. But, yeah, bloody enjoy it, though. Yeah. Yeah. That that um, that type of work, I, I think, is good fun. Uh, as you say, you might wait around sometimes, looking for a bit of a load, or waiting for things to pile up to fit on, and then you find yourself you think you don't have much, and the next thing you're stacking it on like you're playing a Tetris game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, thinking, oh, geez, I've taken on too much here, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we've always, always. And, and you're going to pick something up, and, and it's like, I just hope that bumper goes up over the top of that drop on the. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that up on the top deck, and that should override yep, that, and we'll put I'll that hitch under that car. Yep, I just need 300 <laughs> mil there, and then, yep. and then you need your special little blocks that you've got to go between your amps and the chassis so that they sit back at like 75 degrees. Well, then you got yeah, the beauty yeah. in Perth as well that you go, you want to pick up some trailers or prime movers and you go, oh, yeah, these buggers have a 90mm pin on them, don't they? Mm. Yeah. All right. So, then you're there with a the battle done. God. Oh. Yeah, you have a word to me about that because that was a plan in the arms. Hey, hey, brothers in arms, you bro, I'm 50, 50 mil all day, every day. I don't have all, I've got three trucks, and one's got a 90 and one's got a 50, but. I, uh, I I stay with the fifty mil. I, I don't. I actually don't understand why WA is three and a half or ninety mil pins. It, it makes no sense when trains and triples run on the east coast to the two inch pins. Oh, we can yeah, run triples on on the fifty. Have they always been ninety mil? Yep. Yeah. Ever since yeah. I can remember. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd only put it down to the fact that you know WA was so far ahead with how how long the combinations were that they supported him back then, and now the rest of the country sort of caught up but haven't actually implemented it. Mm. I'll, it I'll the, blow your mind here, Tones. I'll blow your mind. But a ring feeder is still a two-inch pin. Mm. Oh, true. Yeah. So so it's yeah. three-inch on the trailer, but two-inch on so your dolly. Three-and-a-half-inch on the trailer, two-inch on the ring feeder. Mm. Mm. I, I, 
I hate to interrupt, guys, but I'm going to drop off here. My uh, my head stitch is about to die. Right. Right. Oh, no. So, uh, what was I? Jesus planning ahead, mate. Christ. Well, <laughs> I'm at trucking time, so sometimes the things just don't happen, you know? Oh, yeah, a bit, a bit like how I thought that I was going to have this beautiful Volvo with, you know, great Bluetooth, and then, yeah, yeah. Blew, blew a bloody radiator 5K out of town and then had to scramble together to do this. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to beg off. It's not that I uh, don't want to participate anymore, it's just that I'm not going to be able to. That's all right, Michael. So, we, we still love you. I know, I know. And I'll give you a man hug. Yeah, I Big thought you were going to go but anyway, that's all right. That's right, no. Big bear hug, mate. Thank you. As long as there's pork bellies in the air fryer, I'll be happy. Not here anymore. Oh, oh no, we can still have pork bellies. I'll still eat that. That's all right. Yeah. That comes yeah. in the carnival diet. So right we'll, we'll right. It's good to catch up anyway, Yogi. Catch you later. Right. I'll Thanks catch you later, Chat again soon. Sorry? We'll chat again soon, yeah. Yeah, right, See ya. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Bye. Very good. Bye. <laughs> so I think the um, the, that, the bigger pin is that is that an EU standard or a standard that uh, works with um, like NATO and things like that. So if you had to send a prime mover to a war zone and it had the bigger pin, it fits everything. No. That's no, not right. So it's a WA standard. I mean, it can be the same as the EU. It's a whole other state sometimes. But we'll use it's definitely a WA different state. standard. <laughs> yeah, only difference is we don't have to change currency. So, yeah, so uh, uh, people, it's, been a, it's, it's always an ongoing debate here about the pin signs, right? Mm. So I've heard that a 50 mil pin or a 2 inch pin is, uh, is the heat treated is stronger on that. And a three and a half inch pin. Is it three and a half? Three, yeah, right. Yeah, ninety mil, three and a half yeah. inch pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but a lot of heavy hauling <coughs> people will run the, the ninety mil pin, but you but, but you're not running through dollies, and so you run you you run through a converted dolly. You're not running through. Oh, sorry, converted dolly, not low chip. Mm. So yeah, so you you run the big turntables yeah. on that, but yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense when you when your ring feeder is or your whatever type of coupling for the back of the trailer is a two inch pin. Mm. So all the all the government trucks in Australia, like back in the they don't do it now, but they they were all the bigger pin in so all the federal government trucks, admin services, whatever, army are all the bigger pin. Well I, I think I, around the world it's two inch, isn't it? Fifty mil. Uh, I, I wouldn't know, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I picked up, I picked up quite a few sort of ex-army trucks, and I reckon they're all two-inch pins because, uh, yeah, because I've used them to tow and that sort of stuff as well. But I, I could be wrong, but mm. well, yeah, 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 it's all changed. It's all changed. But I, I, I mean, I, I love, I love seeing, not you love seeing uh, destruction and, and bad stuff. But when you see like that Jamie Davis highway through hell, when you when you're looking at a 53-foot pin hanging off the back of a truck with a two-inch pin that's hanging over the edge of a 100-foot drop, you think, Jesus, a lot of weight in that pin in there. Mm. Oh, yeah. They do a good job. 
you know. He's, yeah. he's doing such an amazing job when a trailer's hanging off the side of a mountain. And, with it, a, with a <laughs> yeah. and the jaws are just like a bit of cast steel. That's... Yeah, the jaws, yeah. How can the jaws explode if people drop trailers? But hang on, look at that trailer's hanging off the side mm. of a cliff. So you, uh, you, yeah. you back into a trailer with your jaws closed and it, it'll smash the smash the jaws to pieces. Yeah, 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 and you're not going anywhere, yeah. Yeah, but you can drag it the other way and it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And then, and mad, then, you, put, and then you put three alphabet trailers on it, mate. Nah, well, we're talking west here, mate, so that doesn't count it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a road train, mate. You put a road train on it and it's a triple, like it's three trailers. Yeah. We should, they need to re-identify that, isn't it? It's like you've got one, two or three, so either a single, a double or a triple. Oh, yeah. me and Corey, me and Corey down here, we were actually chatting about this the other day. We were sitting in the office because we were looking at making up a road train to come out of Sydney to go up north and we were trying to work out where we could hook it up, you know, up around Gunnedah or wherever it was. And hmm. there was so much conflicting stuff that it was like, you know, if you were using a, a triaxle dolly, you know, compared to the normal, and, you know, if it's 26 metres or 26 and a half, and, you know, that's an A-double, but it's also a road train as well. And then, you know, so many things come under different categories. It's just, it's all over the shop, really, to, to try and work it out. It's, it's quite difficult to work out what runs under Gazette, what's on a PBS vehicle. Um, but, you know, you, you talk about going to Sydney in there. In like two trailers, that's that's not a PBS approved vehicle. You virtually, I think, end up at Narrabri to to hook it back up. You can go to Gunnedah, depending where you're going. It's sort of a round trip. Yeah. But, um, you, no, you know, but so the PBS vehicles. Where's go north? But yeah. Yeah, Dumbo would be the other one. Yeah. 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 So. Obviously, the, the PBS stuff, and, and we're looking now at reference vehicles that are a set. So if you're a reference vehicle, you're a set combination, which can run under a gazette at the tonnages that a PBS vehicle can, but there's not much old equipment that will fit those dimensions. Yeah, and then, then you've got tippers, and then you've got certain bits of road that you can do it with maintenance management. It's just, it's just a dog's breakfast, I think, and then there's... Um, I mean, yeah, don't quote me on these ones because I'm sort of only learning it a little bit myself. I just doing a bit at the moment, but you know, pretty well been able to run AB triple straight into Geelong from wherever now. Whereas you go almost not even five years ago, maybe five ten years ago, taking any sort of road train into Victoria whatsoever was a massive no-no. And now you can almost just run anything anywhere. Yeah, they're running down through the tunnel, across to yeah. Dandenong. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's all this change of turns from it's not a road train, it's a, it's an A-double. Yeah. It's yeah, hard to work out sometimes. It, it, it's a bit to get your head around that one. Speaking of getting your head around, it a very good mate of mine runs a road train across Australia, but because his back trailer is an older trailer on spring, he's not allowed to run that combination in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. But it's yeah. illegal. It's legal everywhere else in Australia. Well, and it's sort of like going across the WA as well. Like, you've got to get your own different permits to run across there as a train as opposed to the rest of Australia. It doesn't come under the same uh, yeah. Yeah. jurisdiction as well. So I think quite a, pe- quite a few people can get a, 
caught on down on that one, and, and the whole reason I ended up taking a, um, the 540 Volvo over rather than the 700 was the simple fact that WA didn't give us the permit for the 700 for a whole week, so we, just, <laughs> we had, had to go. So. Yeah, so, and there'd be very little difference in any dimension of that vehicle apart from horsepower. No, only horsepower. Yeah, that was it. So, but, um, no, I mean, once you work out the systems, you know, it's it's fine, I suppose, but, yeah, you, you still constantly got to um, be chatting to people and, you know, you, you can read all the information you want, but then you actually need, you know, someone that does it regularly to explain, go, oh, yeah, but that's bullshit because if you've got this blah, 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 then you can do that. You go, oh, right, you know, just mm. tell me what I can do. And then there's just so many bloody grey areas with it as well. So, well, I, I do that running to the east. Like, I, I've asked them what I've got good mates to do this sort of thing, work that I do in the west. And you ring them, so what can, where can I actually go with this load? Oh, you're yeah. right. If you go here, right, I speak. Okay, cool. I know I'm going to go and do that. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a tricky one. That One of the issues I see with the PBS combinations is that it's it's made to a particular prime mover and two trailers and a dolly or, or whatever it is. Um, you can uh, add a few additional trailers, dollies or prime movers, but you get very bound by exactly what they tell you it is. So the ability to load trailers and then just get another prime mover to hook onto it out of your fleet is yeah. sometimes prohibitive because it doesn't work within the regulations, even though it works better for everything else, like you know, scheduling, driver fatigue, the whole lot. You're bound by this few things that are written down on paper about what the combination is. Yeah, exactly right. And, and you could hook yeah. another truck up to it that's exactly the same dimensions as the one you took off it, but if it's not of the VA, it's it's not right and illegal. So Yeah, and that's probably more particularly in New South Wales and you cross the border into Victoria and then it's just mass management. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a Queensland, New South Wales, yeah. Victoria... Yeah, South Australia thing. So, um, yeah, it, it, some of it makes no sense. And when you try to work through it, you know, you hope one day the the um, I won't say the regulator because they're the regulator; they don't make the laws. But you know, the, the people that make the laws can come and see some common sense in this. That we've been ridiculous over dimensions of less than a hundred millimeters. So, yeah, yeah, you know, like in in terms of the size of the kingpin. We're talking about dimensions over a whole combination that are 100 millimetres and it doesn't, you know, you can't use it. Yeah. But, uh, without, I mean, we can get right into a Wednesday night territory on a Saturday night. If these same people are allowing five days of morning because the voice never got up, I don't know where we're going to end with the lawmakers, mate. <laughs> Oh, I, agree, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust them as far as I can throw it. Mm. So anyway, to, during the week, Queensland fake, uh, you know, employees have got five days of morning because the voice referendum didn't get up. Is mm. that is that a thing? I haven't seen that on Twitter and I'll follow I like my Eastern State correspondence you gentlemen over there. Is that a thing, or is that just been a bit of hearsay? I don't know. I was in Canberra there for a couple of days, and I don't know. They, they were the only state that voted yes, so... Oh, yeah, no, because Queensland, Queensland, everyone there's a government worker, so, yeah, of course they were going to. Yeah, so mm. Government employees in Queensland were, were allocated five days a morning from work. Mm. Uh, yeah, 
exactly why I don't follow the uh, the mainstream media these days because I think you just you end up a little bit too angry at times. Ignorance is bliss, I think it's not. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, Can- Canberra is a little bit sheltered and a very strong Labor place. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it, it, the outcome there was probably inevitable. But So let's change that political scene then, Yogi. So uh, you, made, you made a very good point there, Craig, that Canberra is a little bit sheltered, and that is why it's geographically there. It's protected by mountains and a few other things. So that's mm. the, uh, the airports yeah, where you can't attack. fly in and yeah. out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So that's why Canberra, our national capital, is there. So there you go. So we'll just change this a bit because we were talking about running across the paddock there and we had this little discussion earlier about some funny things you might see along the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We had Beryl's Kitchen. We did. Beryl's Kitchen come up. Yeah, Tony, you've done a couple of paddock things back in the day. Oh. Yeah, probably... Oh, 15 years ago, I used to do it a little bit when I was doing um, show freight with ATS. I used to run across there with the, the likes of Tex Ray and um, Lenny Lowe and those types of uh, older fellas, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I, I learned a lot very quickly as a 20-year-old about what what yeah. some trucks are capable of and what others aren't. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, had, had a yeah. bit of fun yeah, doing the old two-up across there a few times. and mm. Yeah. Did you, do you remember seeing there was there was a caravan, an abandoned caravan out there somewhere in the basin, right? So the basin for the for the for the people who haven't run the west, you come on, you come through the border, you drop down into the basin, and you sit in there for about three hundred k's, and then you go out of. So it's yep. called the basin for that reason. You drop in, drop out, and you drive out. So halfway along the basin, there was an abandoned caravan sitting out near Munderville Station entrance, and someone wrote on it, "Feral Hot Kitchen." And I thought, that is fantastic. I love seeing stuff like that. An abandoned yeah. caravan about 100 metres off the road, and it's got Beryl's hot kitchen. So whenever you drive <laughs> past, you go, hey, copy there, Beryl, what are you cooking in the kitchen? And then, no, there was never really any reply. I don't know where Beryl was. She might have been down the coast catching fish or something for the fish curry, <laughs> but we never, really got a, we never really got an answer out of Beryl. But I love stuff like that. And that's where the West and what like, For a while there at Nullarbor too, there was... Um, there was Oh, there were three people dressed up like aliens or three figures dressed up like aliens. And if you were belting through there in the middle of the night and your headlights caught reflection of these three things in the scrub, it always made you think, geez, are we out of your home? Or is it someone else in here? And then, oh, I don't do good as it will, took it down. And, and then, we, you know, then we got nothing out there and just think about your thoughts. But I, I love it out there. And I love sitting out there on the, on the great Australian bikes and you're just looking out over the vast amount of ocean thinking there's a lot going on in that ocean out there. There's a lot oh, going on south of here. And you have big thoughts for a little speck. It, it really brings you into perspective out there. It's just a really little speck on a really, really big planet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. Like, uh, like I, I, oh, to do, do that section across the Great Australian Bight, it's probably only, what, about 100 k or something like that? Or, yeah. And, and I reckon that one, I'm it's three hours, I think, is it from uh, Nullarbor across to the border? Does that sound about right? Three or four hours? Uh, yeah, it's a couple of, couple yeah. of so borders to Nullarbor two and then three to Nullarbor to, yeah. oh no, sorry, yeah, three to Sejuna to Nullarbor and then two to Nullarbor to the border. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so that, partic- that particular stretch, 
I think that took me about nine hours because I kept stopping and then trying to find the money so I could put a truck and then get, oh, yeah, get, yeah, 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 get yeah, the footage. Yeah. And, but uh, I tell you what, like, you, you go back over the footage and it just doesn't give justice to standing there and taking yeah. it in at this no. time. Yeah, you're right. You know, they, we all fight back, you know, themselves. Yeah. It's all, like, all, all the big, cool East Coasters run out there and they and they when the train goes down, you get a lot of East Coast trucks running across there. And they all get that one photo about 40 k's out on the water and, and post yep. it on socials. And honestly, it does not do it any justice as to how good it is out there. Yeah. But it's it's like going to Azrock slash Uluru. Um, yep. You can see pictures of it and whatever. And until you're walking around the base of it or sitting there having a look at it at the sunset, you, you can never comprehend that, that the beauty of it. Just, yeah, it's hard, hard so to get different. a comparison, isn't there, of what you're going up against. Like, a, you know, if you put a Coke can next to it, or, you know, you go, mm. oh, geez, that's big. But I, I think um, I saw a little bit with, uh, what is it, the, the giant way, that fellow. He, um, he, yeah. he put a little bit of, like, a couple of trucks being out there on the bike and used the drone. And you sort of get an idea of it then when it's, mm. like, zoomed right out. But mm. You just see this, this almost seems like this tiny little road thing sitting there on the cliff base, and you just like, Wow, that's big, but it's not not so you're standing there yourself, but you just go, this yeah. is breath, breathtaking, almost a little bit scary getting towards the edge because yeah. you go, yeah. when, when you're standing there on that edge, it actually bites back in probably about three metres under you before it comes back out to the cliff. So if she wants yeah. to go, you, you haven't got long to think long. about it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, 200 foot drop. And not, so we, we did it the first time I took Amanda and the kids out there. We were coming back from the feed run in 2008. We had our little dog Rocco, the big super snappy. He, he went out over the cliff. Well, he was yeah. over chasing mice or sniffing something out. He's over the edge of the cliff and I'm like, whoa, 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 dog. <laughs> we're not getting you. If you're going out there, you're all done. You're so yeah. And I remember saying to the kids, because you walk there and it's all calm. Like from the edge, from the, from the airstrip, Halfway between, about 150 to 130 k's out of the board, you fly to the airstrip, and I was saying to Amanda and the kids, you, you'll be blown away. This is the greatest Australian bike, kids. This is the geographical lesson here, and then be ready for it. And you got walk along, calm, 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 and then bang, hit you in the face, doesn't it? There it is. Hmm. No, it's a yeah, but it, it's those things that you just can't, you know, can't comprehend. So we we did a hel- helicopter ride over Airs Rock, and that's a, you know. It's, it, it's such an eye opener because that then again it, it makes it real to you of what what that thing is, um, how big it is. Like you think it's just yeah. a big rock, but it's actually very, very, very big rock. Um, yeah, so it's un- unbelievable. Yeah. But I suppose that's a, that's the beauty of being a truck driver at times. Like a, you know, you get a you, know, you have months where you just you you're busting your balls and you know you that that's pretty well it, but then you. You do get those loads where you can sort of cruise along and, and just check out the sights and sounds, whether it be the Great Australian Bite or a Roadhouse or, you know, just the touristy things that you can get. I mean, you can make it a, a working holiday to a certain extent at times. So you, you know what I've done? Probably never done. When I, when I was running North Queensland and uh, based out of Wangaratta and running North Queensland, and you'd see Roadhouse road on Saturday night, you're like, I'm going back there. Yeah, 
that's the nature of the job is why we love the truck and bike. Oh, you do, though. That's, that's what, you know, brings it all home to you sometimes. Even that, just that simple little time you stop on the side of the road somewhere and you're a little... Little, um, you got your cooker out and cooking up yourself a little couple of sausages or steak, and you know, you yeah, it's it's unreal. Isn't it? That's that's the experience, and that's the life. Yeah, the sense yeah. of freedom at times. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you a Amanda's man is sitting beside me, and we're just cruising back into the tanning. And I'll give you a nice little story. So, we were out there once with the kids years and years and years ago. So, it was it was under the stars, we were cooking up. Amanda was escorting me at a uh, big sprayer coming back to the west or ahead of coming back to the west. The kids were young. We're out there cooking up, having an absolute fantastic time. And then uh, me and you hear a ruffle in the bush. So I shined the torch around and there's, there was a mice plague out there at the time. And you turn the, turn the light around and there's a thousand mouse. 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 You know, those and it's gone from, Amanda's gone from, and the kids have gone from peaceful, relaxful, under the stars, to jumping up on the trailer. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the mouses. They all did. They all did. Well, they were. They're just little field mouse. And they just, they jumped. They'll eat anything green. And, you know, they just, it was just a plague. I used to run over them out there. And when there was a plague of them, they'd be on the road just moves out there. Oh, yeah. And it's just plagues of them, you know. And then all of a sudden, the kids are up on the trailer and, and here I am, yeah, trying to still flip a burger and make some food and, and, and throw some <laughs> to the mice. <laughs> Let him her about that. <laughs> so, yeah, extremely peaceful to extremely full on. Mm. So you're off to Geelong tonight, Tones? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, just been a bit nice. I was in one, but a couple of like, rain sort of came up. I got up this morning. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, we might be getting a bit of a dodgy phone line there. Yeah, might chuck a song on, Craig, if we can. Chuck a song on? I didn't have anything ready for you now, but... It possibly could be me, because I'm on the other side of the crane, and it does drop out out here, so you may lose your parents. Do we want some more Toy Story, mate? What are we doing? No, I'll go back back with a bit of Black Sorrows here, so we'll have a bit of break here. Never let me go, eh? Oh, I thought you said Taylor Swift earlier. No, anyway, no, no. Right. So here we go. <laughs> we'll be right back, everyone. Thank you.
Right, eh? We're back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the song. Bit of Black Sorrows there. We're well, having a bit of time uh, there, trying to fix up some um, radio lines here. But, but anyway. Trying to pick up some tech, uh, fix up some technical issues, and our technical issues is, have been pointed out to me by my lovely wife. Some wedding anniversary that I'm having, you've been on the phone all the way down, and you've been on the phone all the way back. Mm. How lucky is she, eh? She's pretty lucky, really. It's been one of the best wedding anniversaries we'll ever have today. <laughs> uh, isn't that sweet? It's sweet, isn't it, you know? And then we can get home now and, I don't know, one of us are going to make each other a sandwich. A sh- <laughs> did you say a sandwich? <laughs> a sandwich. Someone's going to make a sandwich. Oh. Bacon sandwich. I reckon that'd be a nice romantic mm. uh, wedding anniversary dinner. Yeah. Are you counting calories tonight or is it just throw it out the window because it's our wedding? Nah, well, we, we pointed out to the 17-year-old that you should make his dinner and he pointed out that he won't be home. Mm. Right. So so in other lot. words, he doesn't really yeah. give a... No, flying brass rats mm. about his mum and dad and their wedding anniversary and I think, well, I think the 14-year-old thinks he's working down at the protest and we want to go down there for dinner. <laughs> we might get a free feed there. No free feeds in life, Craig. Who's paying for the coffee? Andrew Salto, who's paying for the coffee? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they've, hey, they've sold out of truck and life there at that road out. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, yeah they're, they're doing all right over there. And, uh, yeah, they're quite happy with, uh, with, the, with the sales from truck and life. So, yeah, it's great. Cool. Yeah. Down at well, the Cafe on Cornwell in Cascadia. Well, they'll be getting a few more shortly, won't they, with the new edition out? Yeah, looking forward to the new edition. Mm. Pretty exciting, isn't it? I, um, yeah, another one coming. Yeah. I flew back today with the fellow I was talk- talking about earlier. He, um, he actually owns a camera shop, and I said, how convenient, because I need a new camera. Yeah. And um, I said... Um, you know, I need to take a few more photos now because we've decided to take on this little challenge of, of um, bringing out a magazine and I need to take a few better photos than what my team, some can take. And um, yeah. he said, oh, I remember that magazine when I was a kid because Dad used to used to buy it, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, buddy, I stopped at the uh, Bell Reynolds Roadhouse last week and they've still got... Um, truck of the months and trucks of the year up there from there was one from 1987 still up on the wall the big Mac Superliner and I was like is that that's a that BP in, there? yeah and wow. I was like well, to put that into contact, context when that when that was first put up on the wall or printed I was four months old say 87 yeah Wow. <laughs> it, it's what? actually unbelievable. It took me 11. <laughs> I was 11, so I mm. probably had that poster. Chance of that. Mm. <laughs> I'd, I'd challenge any other magazine that have come up with the same results on that, though. The oh, people that have got magazines from 1976. What? Yeah. You know, yeah. did you collect your better home than garden or... You know, from oh, they probably would. I don't even think you you'd know, find a yeah. picture magazine anymore, would you? Well, I mean, oh, be some, oh. some hairdresser, some hairdresser in her seventies named Sharon that's got every woman's <laughs> day from 
1966 yeah. through to the day she sold the salon uh, <laughs> and kept them because that. You know, they're, they're just good to keep. Mm. But like, Women's Weekly, though, was a bit more iconic, though, wasn't it? So, no, probably not. It's probably still around, is it? I, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't, I don't know because yeah. I don't buy it. But <laughs> anyway, there's people that collect them, and we have subscribers that buy two, so they get one one that they can read and leave one in the plastic. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. I've got quite a few here at home that I bought off a collector that are still in the plastic. Unbelievable, yeah. So, anyway, good show. There's, yeah, and I, I think the next feature actually features uh, the puppies a little bit too. So, mm. I only know that because I wrote the article on it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, super, superstar here. Don't worry, we've seen the flat plan, brother. We've seen the flat plan, we know what's going on. <laughs> We know who's who in the zoo and what's going down. Oh, of course you do, yeah. You're figuring every yeah. bloody pie, don't you, Goki? Yeah, that's right. I like pies. And I haven't had a pie since I've been doing this challenge. I was only saying that to Amanda Daney the other day. I haven't had a pie. No pies? No pies. Well, I had no one pies. on the plane the other day going to Canberra. Oh, on the plane. Yeah, pie on the plane. There's one of those little ones, you know, you fit in the palm of your hand. That's called a party pie. Mm, yep. Yeah. Uh, they call it a meal on a plane, but it's just a party pie. <laughs> yeah, and it would have had some exquisite, you know, like Bree from King Island and smoked mm. Angus from, you know, the, the Roebuck planes in Wildland, Western Australia. I mean, really, it's just a, probably a Mrs. Max party pie. It's got a dob, it's like a dob of tomato sauce on the top. Which is oh, that some, would have been handcrafted. Oh, some extravagant some name. Some homemade chutney, yeah, yeah, relish, yeah, yeah, Blah, blah, blah. It's just yeah, a yeah, sauce. Yeah. yeah. I still reckon, yeah. I, I, I have a man that likes a pie, and I still reckon uh, Parker's Pies in Brotherland, yeah, you can't beat them there. I think it's called a Jumbuck Pie, but it's slammed in Rosemary. I reckon I've had about 100 of those over the years. I used to, used to drive on through and get half a dozen frozen ones and just chuck them in <laughs> the freezer in the truck so I could uh, you know, camp it myself in an evening every now and again. But, yeah, I reckon they're probably the best pies getting around that I've had. Is it that one? We could start a pie debate here. Now, did you uh, go uh, through Dongra, Tones, when you come down the other day? That sounds like a made-up place, mate. What is it? On. Dongra. 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 Just out of Jersey. Uh, I, I probably would have, wouldn't I? Yeah, if you'd come down the coast, you definitely would have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I would have, but, um... Yeah, yeah Dongra. I didn't know where no, that no, was. mate, yeah, it's just south of Jarrow, and you got to turn right and head down to Brand Island, possibly, and it'll oh, be one right. of the best pies you'll ever, ever eat. Really? Yeah. We said that some pies made at Gundagai, they were pretty good, and they were square. A little bit different. Mm. So they were good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's um, well, yeah. Square pie. You can't actually beat it. Yeah, it's like a good square pie. Yeah. Mm. But they. I'll tell you what, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here with conversation. If we're talking about pies, eh? Right. No, we're not. <laughs> do you want to go? Do you want to go and change it to sausages? Then? <laughs> Uh, oh, the price of sausages, geez, don't get me started, Max. <laughs> oh, don't get him started here. Look at this guy. We've got another don't get me started. 
Uh, what is yeah. it with you, Lomi? You don't get me started. Mm. It's easy to start me up. Well, yeah. yeah, well, it's hard to find a sausage like you used to, just with pure meat and fat. Now they've got to we, add, we, we, add we're stuff We're still talking about fish you buy from the supermarket, aren't we? Yeah. Or a butcher, Tony, yeah. yes, butcher. Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Just mm. want to make sure we weren't going off track there. Mm. Yep. No, it's still a family <laughs> show sometimes. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Uh, he's already uh, talked about checking out his roots for the day. I did. I was checking out. I was doing. Uh, I was checking out my roots for the day uh, earlier on, mm. as to where and how far I can and what I can do on different roots. Mm. And you got to know your truck and height, apparently. Are you truck and height? Mm. So, since we're back on this bit of advertising space, Tony. Where are we up to with TruckWiz? What's going on there? Uh, so, we're, we're in the process to... We basically had to redevelop the whole app. And that, um, that was nothing to do with us. It was uh, the map providers that we've got to, that we build off and that sort of stuff. So, we had to basically rewrite the, the whole lot to start again. So, that um, we're aiming to release that probably the end of November. But, um, yeah, so I hope probably the 1st of December. And I've got the beta version at the moment. We've got a couple of dozen testers and everyone really, really happy with um, how it looks and how it operates at the moment. Um, the only issue we will have that uh, uh, we won't be able to have beat ups to begin with. So right. we do have people that use it to beat up. So I will say that we will lose that for a period of time. But, um, yep. but uh, what, what I've sort of found, especially going across the paddock with the train and stuff as well, um, Obviously, got to keep adding stuff to it, but we've got uh, multi drop, multi drop, and um, you know, sort of load planning stuff where you can put in multiple locations of where you want to go, so you can almost manipulate your route to, um, you know, sticking to the correct routes, or even just do all your drops along the way, whether that be just driving around the city or you know from from east to west or whatever. So there's some exciting new things that we're going to add there, and. Um, yeah, everyone that's testing at the moment's been uh, pretty happy with it. So looking forward to releasing that one fairly soon. Mm. So are you looking in the future at, um, like, where we've got gazetted, say, A-double routes and that, that are fairly set if you're in a reference vehicle, things like that? Is that something we're, we're going to be able to see soon on truck? Uh, well, that's where we were going with it um, before we had to redevelop it. So realistically, that's probably going to be a little bit to really nail that and as we spoke about before like there's literally almost hundreds of different combinations and routes Mm. and that sort of stuff so um, it's about writing the right programs to be able to to do it properly it's not as easy as just going bang that's it off you go there's there's a lot of um, coding and development to to do with the background so yeah. You've sort of got to pick and choose a little bit, but the things we're looking to do to sort of help in the, in the meantime of the drivers is sort of have an overlay there that you clicked on to say, you know, standard road train, 36 and a half, that it will actually colour the roads of where you're driving to, to help you whilst you're navigating it. Yeah. You know, your truck which does get a little bit wrong, then what you're actually going to see on your screen is, oh, well, no, I have to turn left here to take a bypass or whatever it is, so yeah, it's, it's about developing 
just a lot of tools for people to utilise as well. Mm. Um, so, so when it comes to looking at um, like height, so if you've got a load on and you're four point eight high, truck whiz allows you, you it sets the routes that you're allowed to take. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's always been the case. We're back Pretty important, particularly if you talk about these uh, bridge strikes, Yogi. Yeah, bridge strikes uh, are something Queensland Rail are working very, very mm. hard to stop. But it, so, but it is one of those things you you know. In, I know in the type of work that you guys do there, you know, you, you go into an auction yard and you pick up a truck and it's you know you measure it and you're you're four point nine high, and you're leaving Brisbane and you think well I'll go down the coast road or. I'll, do this and you're looking for the route that that works for you and you know if you've been in the game for a bit you know that well if I'm heading south and going down the coast road that you've got an airport tunnel there that you can't go through so you know that you have to go around it but yes. if you're if you're um, a little green you, you don't know that and the next thing you're on the news because <laughs> You drove past that sign that said you can't go through there and then the flashing lights are going off. Oh, yeah. And, and even, like, an experienced driver, like, you know, I probably had to go with a body you know, a dozen times or around that area being over height or even over 4.4 because my, the airport tunnel was 4.4. But um, you've got to go around it. And it, it's still very, very daunting going, going in there as oh. well. But, but um, yeah, you, using truck whispers, I mean, they the, the penalties they have now for, I think it's deregistration for six months if you have to stop at one of those tunnels in Sydney, you know, that, that's enough to kill a bloody owner driver or a small company. So, You're right, wow. Um, well, they, they, that sort yeah. of uh, punitive um, action in that is ridiculous, you know, like if, yeah. you know, and for a simple mistake that you can have a truck deregistered for three months is, it's absurd. Mm. Um, I understand why they have tried to probably do it, but it should be, you know, nearly on a bit of a warning basis. Like, you, well, come on, this is three times now. You need to have improved. Um, but to get caught there, I, you know, I've, I've had um, situations where you're going through small country towns to deliver stuff and you have what rail bridges that there is no markings anywhere of what that is and you're trying to follow Google Maps or something to get directions and... All of a sudden, there's a rail bridge that's 3.8 metres high. Um, yeah, so you should have used truck whiz, mate. You wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Even, even uh, I had that on uh, yesterday. Yeah, I took a grader into Smith-Broughton Auctioneers, and I went down the road that I always go down, but they've ripped the railway crossing up, so you end up going under a, a new railway bridge. And 
had a little bit of a momentary, I don't know if I'm going to fit under here. And then <laughs> and then you see it, see, and I was only 4.3, so it wasn't too bad. But, yeah, and then you see a trans bus sort of go down and you think, oh, all well, the bus going to fit. So <laughs> we'll be up, up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down there. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, you know, I'm 26 years trucking and I had a little moment going, Oh, I don't know if this is going to go. How are we going to go? Yeah, yeah. And, and, oh, and, I, and I would make the six o'clock news. Mm. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we had some situations driving around with um, with a caravan with the kids and and like out for twenty six foot caravan plus the drawbar and plus plus whatever it was. And yeah. you even that, like I've I've had probably more fearful moments in that going into caravan parks. You know, driving up the street where they say. Oh, it's all right. We get the big vans in here. You know, we've all heard that. Oh no, it's all right. We get B doubles in here, or we get, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, that's site site number twenty six. No, it's all right. You can get a you get a van that size on there, and you get there and you realise that you don't, and you you have to have a bit of skill and some dumbass luck to get your van on site. Yeah, um, but you, you, you know, it's a mandatory to grab a can and walk over and see if you're okay. Uh, when you're back in a caravan in, that's what I've found in caravan parks. If someone pulls up and goes to stand up, it's mandatory to come over and stand there and stare at them mm. to see if they're oh, okay. Not, not that. <laughs> no, no, they've got to take out the phone and make sure they get the Snapchat up before oh, they yeah. actually tell yeah. you that you're hitting something. Yeah. But it's always... That. Hang on, you may have hit that. I've got it on Snapchat. Do you want to see where you yeah. hit? It's here on the filter. Yeah, yeah it's got always... Funny ears on it. Good to see a couple arguing <laughs> when they're trying to back their caravan in. Where, where did I see something the other day? Uh, the, the the Peacemaker. It was a tractor that backed caravans in and it was called the Peacemaker. I, I can imagine the name was very appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's written on the tractor or somewhere <laughs> or something like that. It's written on the tractor, the Peacemaker or something like mm. that. So, yeah. Yeah, my, my mum and dad travelled, you know, a fair bit when they retired and, and dad used to mention the amount of times that he used to actually jump in a car and back people's caravans in. But it, it, there there is a skill set there that you, you have to recognise. It's like driving triples or doing whatever. There, there's a skill set that you need. It's, it's all right going forward on a highway somewhere that's nice and wide and flat and, and all good and well and a few overtaking lanes, but... When it comes to that challenge of can you back your caravan into that little spot in a caravan park, there is a skill set that if you don't have it, it's, you're going to struggle to do it. Yeah, and if you're not on the same page, like work, like go out in the middle of nowhere and learn how to communicate between you and your partner and figure it out when you're saying left hand down or right hand down or get the back to the left or the front to the right, figure <laughs> it out. And then when you get to the caravan, you look like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 have this argument in front of people that you know you've just met. But it is funny when there's a couple yelling at you know you're an idiot. No, (laughs) you know, you can even stand over. Can you do better (laughs) yourself? Which way? Which way you want it over? Got to go the left. I I think it ends up a case of the blind. I know a lot of the times that neither of them have any idea what they're actually doing. Mm. So yeah, we just we just want it next to the concrete pad. Is it that hard? Yes, it is, Teddy. It is that hard. I yes. can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go get that tractor that says the peacemaker. Oh, we're we're in. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
You can, nearly, you can nearly charge for it when you're away, couldn't you? Like, oh, I've had situations where we've backed the caravans on, onto sites and it, it, putting it in the spot that I put was pure dumbass luck. It wasn't skill. You get out and go, hmm, how do I do that? But, yeah. you know, put, put in your caravan. And it's, you know, you look at, um, you know, you're trying to get someone to back a caravan onto like next to a concrete site or concrete box site and they're trying to get their, their wheels, you know, within two inches of the concrete, there is a certain skill set there. And if, if you've just retired and never towed a caravan in your life, you know, you may have just not developed the skills to do that. And I'm sure it's very helpful, though, when you have your, your partner yelling at you from the front of the vehicle mm. <laughs> that you're yeah, doing to it the wrong. Left. Your left or my left? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which left? Where's the other left? Oh, okay, righto, righto. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I suppose, they get there, they get set up and pull out a bottle of wine and everyone's Yeah, happy. that's right. And it's, and all, it's all down to packing it all up, you know. We, 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 so so me, me and Amanda, have, we've worked this out over because she I've guided Amanda on. So she drives all my machines on mm. because she tried to guide me on and she's pointing and I'm going but she's going, I want it to go that way. I'll go point the way you want it to go. But until you get it in your head what, which way you want the machine to go, it, it's hard to get your head around what you want the machine to do. It is a very difficult thing to do to get a machine to go over where you need it to go. Like, yeah. like a header on jewels, so, so it's best, you know, 5.3 wide. So you're dealing with a heap of wheels and different angles and, and it's better if a man just learns how to drive these machines and put it on. So, yeah, and that's what she does. And you just guide it to where you want it, but they... Yeah, I just guide it to where I want it, yeah. So right. there's a couple of things she doesn't do, like swappers, wind rollers, not her cup of tea, and but I most don't... tractors, sprayers, all that, she's all, yeah. all over it. I don't blame her for that. With with a wind rower, they, they're horrible machines to load on. Yeah, truck. I know, they're shopping trolleys with their own minds, <laughs> and uh, they'll do whatever they want yeah. when they want. No matter what you think you want it to do, it'll do whatever it yeah. wants to do at oh. the time. I couldn't believe it once it's jumping in one. I was not even close to anything and just turned the steering wheel. The next thing, it's like spinning itself around, around it itself. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on here? And you're trying to stop it, not even realise what's going on. But yeah, there's no many brakes, so there's no brakes and no nothing. But one of the things, one of the probably the biggest things I struggle with putting on um, on the, on a drop deck was a twin steer buggy drive truck that had no diff lock. Or, or, or yeah, should say, yeah. shouldn't say buggy drive, so say single drive with a lazy axle. Yeah. It's like, you know, and I, I, I drove on off the boat, or I didn't drive off the boat, it, it, um, in Melbourne there, they, they drove off the boat, but I picked it up. And you're in the car park there, Tony, you'd know where that is, to pick up bits of gear that come off the, the Spirit. Yeah, yep, yep, and, at Port Melbourne. Yep, and trying to drive yep. this twin steer single drive but a lazy axle up on, on the float, and, just, and it was nearly like I had to launch it fast enough that you're nearly going to drive it off the other side just to get it on the truck. Yeah, I, 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 had up, yeah. Thing, I had a similar thing in Perth the other week. I had a, uh, a side zipper up on, on the drop deck. And the only truck that was available that could actually do it, thanks to your 90 mil pin, Yogi, was uh, 
was a Mack Superliner with uh, like 74 inch sleeper on it, like the wheelbase is oh. basically. <laughs> as long as it's side zipper. Oh, yeah. And, and you reckon I could get the dip locks to engage on it? Nah. So, nah, yeah, it was the old. It was the old, yeah, start poking it up there until the wheel, wheel spins. You go, give it another three or four goes to get the line in the field. And then it was just one big bloody run up until the trailer yeah. just backed into the goose neck. There you go. The rest can happen with a full clip from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. Straighten her out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen, I've, I've seen, like, wind the trailer out a little bit and then, and then close it up. Yeah, I know. Some people do and some people don't have that luxury yeah. and I'm lucky enough to have that luxury. I can wander out just a little bit. It's made a little bit easier for me. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, and then you, you've actually managed to back it on there and you've you've got it there in a, in a position and you realise that it's just an inch and a half too much to one side and you think... Oh, bugger that, I'll chain it down anyway, and away we go. And you, you go through one of our, our special checking stations and they won't find you on it, but they need to make a comment about how it should be a little bit to the left. Yeah. And you think, so what I'll, have what you I'll actually ever tried to put one of these on a trailer? Uh, yeah. mate, I, just it, 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 I just get it right the first time and don't have to worry about that. Well, some of us have better I, skills I, than yeah, others, yeah, don't I, I, Either that or I'm eyeing off the 12 ton forklift that's across the road in someone else's car going, I'll be driving that one in a moment, I'll push this bugger across. Mm. Yeah. Or, or, or you've just pulled, it up, pulled the steer over with a, with a ratchet. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I was going to say, Craig. If, you, if, you're, if you're an inch one way, chain the other side first. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Drag her all one side and then do it. We did with the chaser bin the other day, it was single axle with 40, 40 ton chaser bin. And, it went a little bit pear so We backed it on with a big articulated tractor. So you got the pin is up. So the articulation of the tractor and the pin backing it on. So you got two or three moving points to back it on. And it just went away. So we grabbed, grabbed this three-ton old cat forklift. If we just picked one side up and pushed it, sprayed a bit of bloody uh, WD-40 under the wheels, went over the other side, picked it up, <laughs> sprayed a little bit, dragged it over. <laughs> uh, that's why you always <laughs> leave some hydraulic fluid on your deck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that, like, that's a, you know, 10 metre long, 4.2 metre wide case, I mean, that old 40 tonne of grain. So we just pushed over the forklift. She's all good, bud. Square her up. Job's on, brother. Job's on. Yeah, that, was, that was yesterday. Mm. <laughs> oh. Should make a TV show about all this stuff. Eh? You could, eh? Oh. Could. Yeah. I, I, I had one, uh, one fella drive a um, what are those was that N- NPR four hundreds or three hundreds or something? Little... We call it inventory. Yeah, and um, drove it up on the truck, and we had to get up on the top deck. And I said, once you get to the like on the bottom deck, just stop so we can make sure you got the you got the ranch set up in the right spot. Yeah. And um, he he yeah. failed to follow those directions and oh, no. missed, missed the ramps and ploughed into the into the drop on the on the float. And uh, be, oh. because he got so uh, like offset a bit, he tried to back because he had had a plant trailer on behind him as well, and he he started backing off and dropped the plant trailer off the off the side of the ramps, and then the the U bolts 
from the, on the axles on the trailer planted themselves within the the gaps in the yeah, yeah, ramps. Yeah, can all go big, oh, fairly quickly, didn't it? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But. But anyway, we... we right, Tones, Tones, we're running up to the top of the hour. This is all up. We'll leave you be. You're obviously going to pull up and have a little coffee and have a little fatigue break, but thank you very much, Tony. No, thanks for having me too. Yeah, I think I probably should put some diesel in this thing before I run out, so... Yeah, um, that's uh, They're too big to push, Tones. <laughs> they are way too big to push, brother. So, yeah. Thanks for being on my radio Saturday night special, Tones. No, thanks, thanks for having us, boys. It's always a joy. Yeah, and right everyone look forward to reading your article in the next Truck and Life magazine. Uh, yeah, and get uh, on you Truckwiz. You need to watch your wits or watch your heights. And, yeah. Truckwiz is where you need to be. Truckwiz.com.au, exactly. eh? Uh, truckwiz.co. Co. But there is an app oh, available, Tony. Where do you get that at? Uh, you can get it uh, on Google Play or the App Store today. Yeah, so yeah. just look up Truckwiz and it'll pop up. Yeah, I think it's actually a little bit cheaper in the website. So, yeah, you're probably better off going over to truckwiz.co. Yeah. Right. Well, good. Well, you enjoy your night down there in G Long. I shall do, mate, and, uh, yeah, you guys uh, don't stay up too late now. Nah, it's not no, 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 no. Or dinner time in the West. Oh, yeah, well, you're only having an afternoon tea, aren't you, Yogi? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, dinner time now, nearly 7 o'clock, mate, nearly yeah. 7 o'clock. They're getting like, ready well, oh, for their geez, well anniversary dinner. It is, well, hey, you, you know me well, it is well past my bed, but it's Manny's wedding anniversary, we're going to find... We're going to make something nice, like a fancy bacon and egg sandwich or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Money, right. Thanks, Dave. 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 All right, we'll catch you later. Righto. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Well, there you go. So where are you taking Amanda out for dinner right. for your wedding anniversary? There's a lovely, lovely little authentic... Uh, it's a very quaint little place. It's just on the edge of town. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's on the bit of acreage. I think there's a five-acre block there. It's got a lot of ambiance about it. There's a, there's a couple of trucks out there. Uh, it's very romantic. It's, uh, a nice shed. It's got a lovely shed. A lovely shed. It's got a grumpy kid inside because one was thinking we're going to the speedway tonight, but... Uh, on your wedding anniversary. On our wedding anniversary, correct, right. yes. And that hasn't happened. But I do, I will make a commitment to you, Lucinda, my dearest daughter. I will take you to the speedway soon. Mm. So have you poured Amanda a um, lovely glass of Woodford Reserve yet or not? Uh, no, I'm in the shed having the shed Woodford Reserve and I'd imagine Amanda's inside having... Uh, inside Woodford Reserve. <laughs> so, so there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm out in the cellar. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She's in the restaurant, you know. So yeah, right. So how's our plans going for you to end up in the eastern states for the Golden Convoy for Kids? Are we on track? Yeah, Golden Convoy for Kids, and I. Yeah, we're on track for getting over there. Um, well, righto, so we'll lie cheat and deceive to the listeners. We're on track as best as we can in the transport industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right. So going forward, we might get there. So yeah. you get there at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. So you <laughs> may not prior. make your time slot, but you won't be far <laughs> off it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went. Look, boss. I went down low, but there's 14 B doubles in front of me, mm. and I'm going to be held up here for a while. So, so we'll book I'll you be in there in the morning. We'll book you in. There'll yeah. be a few complaints, and you probably won't please everybody, but yeah, you'll be there. Yeah. On, on but I reckon Sunday. we'll be there. Oh, I, I, oh, I know. Did you say Sunday? I thought it was Saturday, but uh, I reckon. No, it is Saturday, I so reckon, maybe we should yeah. tell you it's Friday. Yeah, tell me it's Friday, and I, 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 I'm I'm committed to go to the Golden Combo Kids, which we really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sort of fingers crossed, hoping, looking good that we might get there. Yes. Mm. Well, we'll be broadcasting from there. From yeah, well, that's enough of incentives to go there, yeah, for sure. From the convoy, oh, yeah. and on the evening, we're having a informal dinner in Goulburn on, on the Saturday night, and okay. I think it's a bowling club or something. We'll be we'll be broadcasting from there as well. We'll be doing our Saturday night show there, so we may have some will, real um, special guests that night. Will we have lamb? Who? Lamb. Will there be lamb on the menu? Well, let's make it have lamb. Way well, out the big merino there, surely there's got to be lamb oh, on the menu in a Goulburn. You, yeah, but that's a merino. They're they're, um, they're like wool sheep, you know. Oh, Maybe a second cross problem. lamb we might have, or a first cross cross <laughs> dorset <laughs> slash, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> texel lamb, dorper, bit of something in there. But Ooh. I don't know about eating a merino, but anyway, a bit like eating no. goat, but. I'm sure they'll have some kind of lamb there, sheep, beef, whatever. Well, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to sell it to Amanda. Like, she likes her lamb, and oh, I can say that there'd be some lovely lamb rumps there or, yep. you know, a, a nice back of the shoulder roast or something. What if we're selling it to Amanda? Amanda, there will be some prime lamb cuts there. Oh, okay. A bit of roasts. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's gold, and there's got to be, you know. Some kind of sheep there, the big rhino. One of my said she was going to the big rhino, and I couldn't understand what it was, what she was talking about. Oh, the big rhino. Big rhino, the big merino. So uh, it's good to see they kept it there. They, you know, they moved up the road a bit. And yeah, I only seen it. Uh, uh, Andrew started giving me some trucking lights the other day, and it was on the front cover of the big rhino. The truck yeah, the big, yeah, the big rhino, the big rhino like, on the back the, of the big the Early stuff. 80s, wasn't it, that one? Oh, uh, I would have thought 90, to be honest. Really? I've yeah. Back to uh, now. We've got to... I, I would have thought maybe mid 90, mid to late 90. Mm. Right, eh? Mm. I don't know, maybe I won't. We'd have to check that one out a little bit to... Um, we've we'll, got we'll a lot coming fact, up. Fact check your story. <laughs> Sorry, we've got a, well, it was the Western Star Heritage, so it's going to be in the mid 90s. Right. I remember the truck. I don't remember the day, but I remember the truck, you know. So, yeah, this is what it's all about. But, look, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot coming up in the next sort of month or so. Mm. Uh, we'll be at the Golden Convoy. We'll be at the Dane Ballinger Show. And I mm. say we, as in truck and life. We'll yep. be at different events. We're hoping to maybe scoot down the hill to Illawarra. Uh, yep. it's, a lo- it's a lot going on. It's a lot of t- chances for us to get out and about. Mm. There's a lot of shows on in a short period of time, and we've we've ever missed a few. Like there was the the Kilcoy one last weekend, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah there was. And apparently, great. had great turnout there. Um, I, I can't believe the amount 
of trucks that are turning up for these events. It is, and and I've seen a few trucks at the same event. So, you know, they're making such a big effort to get to hey, these. And, and and what's great too is is a lot of these events support different charities or, you know, they raise money for this or for that. And you know, things like lights on the hill. It's it's a a thing that we should all follow every year because it is a memorial to to people that are on the road and that have lost their lives. So it's it's a great thing. But to watch people polish their trucks up every weekend, we've got Brisbane Convoy for Kids on yeah. next weekend, I think. Oh, is that is that coming up that quick? Oh, more I don't know if it's next weekend or the following weekend. Oh, like, great. Great people, great, 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 crew, got, great crew. We've got a busy weekend that that weekend. With that same day, we have our grandson's first birthday, so mm. we'll be trying to make an. Well, we will make an appearance at at the convoy for kids, but we do have our grandson's first birthday on that same day. So that next weekend, I think it's next weekend, or maybe the weekend. Uh, well, you know, whatever it is, will be on the back of a high for Colette because she will be make no mistake on the radio. Mm. So, yeah, the the Yogi and Boo Boo show. So, so will be live. So to we 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 shall start that next weekend, eh, Colette? Are you up there yeah. listening? Yeah, Nick. We've got, we've got about a 20-second delay here, so she'll... Yeah, I, know, I, know, I haven't heard her yelling out in the background, so, yeah. yeah. So we've got, a, we've got an extra dog and uh, girlfriend here tonight, People. so, yeah. I'm surprised the dogs on, haven't been um, barking and carrying on. Um, Speaking of which, I'm scratching my dog in here. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, but yeah, so many shows on and, and the oh, commitment from these people. Nice. It'd be nice, Craig, if we had a trailer or something like that that we could load all our gear into it. Mm-hmm. Just float around to some of these shows, wouldn't it? That'd be, it and we would. could make the commitment to the transport industry that truck and life is on the ground. We're on the ground, on the go. Living the truck and life. Yep, yep. And getting the message out there to not only promote the industry that we're in and, and the valuable things that we do, um, but to help people understand that it's not a bad job to have, um, you know, it's a pretty good industry, Chuck and it, it is. It's a great thing to be in. I've I've delved in and out of different things right through my life. I've had a very strong agricultural background um, and had a crack at a few other things, but it always, for me, seems to come back to to the transport industry. But more so now. A commitment that we all need to share the road together to to get or to save lives. Look, there's so many people oh, that home. act so inappropriately. Um, oh. But but it's about education. It's not that they they're trying to do it. They just don't understand. So we need to work on that. Yeah, correct. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Mm. Okay, but when Who's we get the- things like um, what CJ was talking about there earlier. Um, you know, like touch a truck. Touch a truck. Yep. yep. Like kids do trucks. Come up, like, come up and sit in trucks. Yeah. Like we, we've got neighbours here that, you know, they love to see the truck at, at the side of the house here and their kids come over and they, they want to jump up on the trailers and, and they want to jump up in the truck. Our grandkids, you know, they they want they, they want to sit in the truck. They it, It's a fascination for them and we need to inspire people to, to be a part of the industry. 
So, so our industry yeah. can survive. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, yep. So whatever we can do to encourage that's great. But what I do see in in these structures at the moment is such a <laughs> commitment from from people in the industry to showcase what they do and what they have and they take pride in in their trucks. Like, you know, like these people are getting home on a Friday and they all they do Friday nights polish, wash, do whatever to get that truck in a presentable state for them to put in a show on a Saturday. It, it's remarkable yeah. in what they do. And, and they do this not only sometimes to showcase what they can do but to raise money for... For causes which you know, which our government just which leaves behind. So, you know, some of the stuff they raise money for kids with cancer, all this sort of stuff. It's you know, it's a mm. fantastic thing. And mm. yeah, so y- you don't have to drive trucks to go out and enjoy the parades and whatever. But take your kids out because <coughs> they may just be inspired to take on a career in in driving. You know. And it's it's something driving something, but driving something big and small. We love them all. That's right. What's your other tagline there, mate? Uh, I've got plenty, mate. Late in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else we got. What are you thinking, mate? (laughs) I don't know. We had one there earlier, but um, (laughs) see, (laughs) I I forgot what it was. I was giving you the opportunity to remember, but. Yeah. yeah, we're both getting yeah. old. Just something about making it happen, wasn't it? What was that one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's age. That gets you. And, oh, and we what don't. we have to remember on this show is everything's totally unscripted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, we forget, if we forget something, it's got nothing to do with anything other than the fact that we're just old men that have um, forgotten shit. <laughs> So, but what we do need to do before we get off here tonight, yeah, right, we've got a couple of minutes left, is um, put another shout out to Queensland Rail. Queensland Rail, know your trucking, know your trucking height. Yep. So, yeah, they're a very good supporter of ours. So, we need to do that, and not not just in um, in Queensland. So, Queensland support this this program. But in any other state you're in, like if you're starting to go down through a railway bridge or, or any bridge, look up and have a look at your height and know, like if you're towing a caravan, know what height you are. Or particularly if you're in a, a bigger rig like a, a Triton with a fifth wheeler on it, yeah. um, know what your height is. You, you may be a little bit too high to go through that uh, viaduct. Well, yeah, and, and there's trees, so that's what I was dealing with today, low lines, trees, to get this house into where we've got to go. You've just got to know know your height of your vehicle. Mm. You, that The height of your vehicle will give you the limitations of where you can and can't go and mm. what you can and can't do. Well, we checked yeah. out that little job for you, and I think yeah. we were in the um, in the Beamer on the day. Yep. And we're driving through there, and um, Colin says, there's no way you're going to get through here. Yeah, and yeah, did, did you take out, take out, take out, take out. We'll a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. We'll do, we'll yeah, do no, here. Let's see that, let's see that. Then we got to one corner, and that's when no, it's <laughs> not going to happen. We're going to be dropping some wheels in a um, very serious gully here, so steer away from that. But 
Yeah. But anyway, mate, it's been a great show tonight. Um, yeah, you've done well, mate. You've sort of backed the whole lot of this in yourself there, mate. Like, yeah. yeah oh, we're yeah. trying that. We try to... We're moving forward and... Yeah. Good one. Right, mate. Um, thank you, good listeners. Thank you, Earl. Thank you, CJ. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mike, was it, that called in? <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike Worms, I think it was. He's editor of some yeah. magazine. Yeah, chuck him off. I think he's good dude. Good dude. Thanks yeah. for calling in, Mike. Uh, Tones, always a pleasure to talk to you, Tones, and uh, everyone else. So check out Trucking with CJ, CJ Trucking with CJ. Mm. I've got that right or wrong. I had that wrong yeah. last time. Tones Truck with and Tones Trucking Stories and all points in between. Anyway, good people. That'll wrap right, it up. Um, you have fun. We'll go to the news. And um, as we say, Yogi, if you can't be good, be spectacular. Yeah, good choice. Right, our listeners, good night. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.